Listen to this while driving or when full alertness is needed. The rest of Holmberg's morning sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. Did you see that dude shooting the bows and arrows at people in was it Norway? And he got a couple. He, five of them. Yeah. He shot five people. Hawkeye. With a bow and arrow. Uh, that's a mass shooting in Norway where I don't think they have guns, but if they do, it's for... They had that one dude a few years ago that went off and shot up that island. Uh, got a bunch of people. The other guy tried Kids to carjack somebody guy, right? with a bow and arrow. But bows and arrows. Ago. I don't In know. Norway? No. Oh, that here? was here. The guy, the guy didn't get didn't Yeah, I would see. Bow and arrow problem. It's hard to carjack a car. you got to use one hand yeah. to open the door and then he draw the bow. It's like, yeah. I mean, unless wait, you're. Just wait. Yeah, hold on, Cupid. I'm going to just drive away here first. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get in. But it's still spooky. And you start, like, the tactical black stuff. I'm like, what do we do with bow and arrow? Dude starts firing bow. you got to tackle bow and arrow guy. I mean, that's the same thing with a shooter. 21 foot rule. Well, I, we disarm long guns and things like that all the time. If dude starts firing a bow and arrow, you, if you got to be in a position to attack, I used to just knock him on his ass. you just attack him. And, My or, brother was pulling out um, last what? week. Oh, was pulling out. We were together intimately. No, he was in his car. <laughs> you caught John's attention with that one. Yes, you did. Out. Tell me more about your brother. <laughs> he was in his car getting ready to leave, and I go walking out, and I know he's not looking. See if someone's coming up to the car, and yeah. I stand, you know, in front of the window as he's looking down, either at his dash or doing right. something before he's getting ready to take off. And he looks up, and his reaction—I was just thinking about, man, you are just—you're a target, you're, you're a victim, carjacked. Because his reaction was, ah! yeah, <laughs> he went like that, and I go, your tiger defense there is not going to work. Two hands in the air, like, please stab me here and and here. And I'm just standing there. Yeah, it's actually not a bad idea to put your hands out like that. (laughs) You got to know what to do next. But yeah, fear is always a bad thing. But uh, the the bow and arrow attacks just gives credence to the idea of, you know, ban it. And what's next? I'm more, I frankly don't know what I would rather be a part of is an active shooter or a dude firing bows and arrows. You can't hear a bow and arrow. No. Those just come sailing in at you. At least a gun, you're like, Jesus, there's a warning with the sound. A bow and arrow dude walking through a supermarket is going to take a little while to wreck. I mean, unless you see bow and arrow guy. But if he's stealth about it and gets in like a blind, you wouldn't know where it was coming from. From the dairy yeah. section. You'd be like, Ow! What's that? Thing went right through me. Did you just get shot with a button? Like the amazing, like Brett and I are at the, you know, Pet Boys, because that's where Brett hangs out most of the time. Many more jackets. <laughs> All the time. And we're just there and, just whoosh, and one just goes through me. It would take you five or six minutes to realize, what just happened? Did he just get hit with a bow and an arrow? Did someone just shoot an arrow? Are we, is there an archer killing us? So that's Ted Nugent stacked behind yeah, a stack exactly. of Michelin tires or what? He was we in can't the, say uh, Michelin tree. tires anymore. Oh, we can't man. say Michelin tires anymore. <laughs> Why not? It's a trope. Oh. Jesus. You learn anything? No. Just keep the brand names out of it. <laughs> you heard me, Toledo. What's wrong with you? Produce him, for God's sake. <laughs> heard Michelin tires. I got nervous. Now we're in one of those worlds. But yeah, I mean, yeah. He's a new we dude. love Michelin we tires. We love, of course we love Michelin tires. Of course tires. we do. We're awesome about it. You can hide behind Michelin tires and kill people in a week. Michelin's how sturdy having. they Mich- are. Michelin's having a terrible week. <laughs> the Michelin man is cute. Yeah, Michelin man is. It's a terrible week for them. Don't bring them up. We love Michelin tires. In fact, I need new tires. I don't like the tires I have. I'm getting rid of them. I'll probably get myself some Michelins just to support. Uh, I, I, we've been part of awful weeks in the news. They had nothing to do with this. Get drug into this and that terrible trope. Anyway, <laughs> starts sailing through. 
You wouldn't know what was going on until you got hit no. twice. The grocery store is probably hiding in the Keebler tree in their giant <laughs> cookie display. That's right, that cardboard tree and an end cap. Did Billy just get hit with an arrow? Yeah, there's an arrow over there. Billy's dead. <laughs> okay. Somebody's shooting arrows at us. I think I'd rather have a gun. I honestly do. If somebody's going to go nuts, I think... That, I think I'd rather have somebody come in shooting. If they've got terrible intentions, we're going to lose a couple right off the bat. First couple shots are going to happen. You're going to do more damage with the gun. Oh, sure. But you'll know where the gun's coming from, and it's a warning after the first shot. Arrows fly. I, you get three off before anybody knew what happened. You know? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, neither are optimum. Neither. Neither exactly. are. Neither. I'm not saying one's great and one's... They're all horrible, but when you put yourself in a situation where you're walking through the aisles of the store, and you're like, all right, if a shooter came in here right now, what would you rather have? A loud one or a stealth one? Five people still alive. Yeah, me too. Give me loud every time. You need to watch the movie. We need to talk about Kevin. It's John C. Riley, Tilda Swinton. Get some popcorn. I'll just give it to you because it's been long enough. But he's got two kids, and you can't figure it out for like an hour and a half. You get an idea. One of the kids, uh, she got uh, Tilda Swinton's got two kids, and it keeps going back and forth chronologically into this. Like she's alone, and then there's memories of her with the family. But she's walking down the street. She just has her head down. And people will walk up to her and just smack her in the face. I hate you. How dare you show your face? It's like how the whole movie starts. She just goes, thank you, okay. And she keeps walking. And she goes into a, a building and tries to do her job. And some guy comes over and he goes, I can do anything I want to because this whole city hates you. It's like, oh, my God. It's like this lady's just the abuse is brutal. Like everybody hates her. Like she comes home. There's red paint thrown on her door every day. Like she just tries to go through her life. And it turns out, and then they go back to the birth of her first child, and every time she picks it up, it's screaming, and whenever she puts it down, John C. Riley picks up, likes me, don't touch my drum set, puts it back down. He's happy-go-lucky John C. Riley, and then it grows up, and it becomes, and it says horrible things to the mom, loves the dad, horrible things to the mom, just constantly just grows into this kid and locks up uh, during an assembly at school, puts chains on all the doors, locks everybody in, bow and arrow. Just starts lighting people up, and they're running all over all the kids. So it's mass shooting with a bow and arrow, and uh, the cops don't kill him, so he's in jail, and she has to go through a trial with him and support her son. And the whole city hates it. It is unbelievable. She comes home, and her daughter and her John C. Riley are shot dead in the backyard. And all he wanted was a bow and arrow, and she just do archery targets in the backyard. If it's, it is, I guarantee you, every man who's seen that movie made at least an inquiry on the internet the next day to have, get a vasectomy. Guaranteed. <laughs> there is no way you're still... Th- like, if you watch that with your... Pr- I say anybody pregnant, watch that movie. And then look at each other and go, what have we done? So this might set me over the edge if I watch this You one. will. Oh, you'll you'll do... Like, call him Dr. England. <laughs> Brett, you'll be getting in people's faces. <laughs> you're, not you're, kind of a, you're kind of a handy fella. I almost bet you you'll DIY a vasectomy <laughs> after watching that movie. And, and and you'll get help from Medea. She'll be down there like, hey, look, I'll hold your knees apart. You do the work. <laughs> it is. I'm surprised you haven't gotten it done. I know. I still need to. This guy said, I got a vasectomy in February. I'm now 26. I've never felt better and more free. Bert, get it done. Uh, make sure you relax and rest. I ended up getting a hematoma. My sack swelled up the size of a grapefruit for four days. It's disgusting. Oh. But thanks for the recommendation, <laughs> Dr. Lynn and all the way. Jesus. 
It's brutal. <laughs> That's rare. And then at the bottom of your penis, where they make the incision, for like a, a we, Larry and I talked about this, and my buddy Rich and I talked about this, they have this weird scab. You and Larry were comparing them. Oh, yeah, you know, you do it, you chat about it. You, yeah. have, you have commonality. Man. So, you know, you have common discussions, that's and you're like, little... I've done that. What you're like, Tripp and I talk about hip replacement surgery a lot. <laughs> I guess that's what old fellas do. <laughs> uh, and, but uh, you have this weird scab, and it's got to come off on its own. And, and then it's just like this hole, and it lives there, and it's weird, and you don't want to touch it because you feel like everything. It, it's just uh, irrational fear. There's nothing it can do. It can't do a thing. But it's just strange because you you go such great lengths your whole life to protect that thing from ever having damage. And then you go volunteer a little damage for it. And it's, it's man, your pee-pee recovers beautifully. It's really nice. You setting up an appointment? I'm getting the uh, number for Brett. <laughs> oh, you're going to fire it over to Brett? Oh, thanks. Yeah, Brady's like a guy. He's like an anti-vaxxer that gives shots. Like, he's the one who tells everybody to do it, and then he won't do it. You should have to do it. It should be required to be on this show. Wait a minute. So you're the only one that on the show, then? Yeah. Toledo, you're not? Nope. Okay. You're not, not about it for the same reasons that he is. Lisa's got a thing in her Because kids are awful? Yeah. Well, Lisa's oh. got a thing in her arm. Yeah. Well, yes, kids are awful. Kids They're are awful. Mean, I don't know why you're taking a risk. Why even risk it? We don't live in Texas. I'm fine. Oh, you just get chopped out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little Dyson? Yeah. Sensitive. You're a sensitive man. <laughs> Pretty sure Lisa beat me to the appointment. <laughs> yeah, she'd run. Yeah. That's a good thing about dating one of them lips. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they, they can't wait to get to the plant fair. They run over. They're just, they get a cramp in their stomach and they got, they're in the stirrups. If they're a day late. In fact, I'm surprised Lisa's bed isn't a couple of stirrups, just in case. <laughs> let's just go in there and clean it out, just in case. It might be empty, but let's just, a little spring cleaning. Yeah, you date those Republican ladies and you end up with a kid. <laughs> it's true. Unless she's just play pretending. That's why I would, you can't date a girl with a cross around her neck. You know what she's going to put out. She's not mad at Jesus about that. She's like, I'll still bang you. But then all of a sudden when that comes to meeting, I got religious. But we banged though. You, like, you already broke the rules. Let's do one more. What's one more? I'm having it because of God. Like, we did it in a truck. He saw that, too. Why wasn't that? When did you get your morals? Like, yesterday? I'm all for unprotected premarital sex. I just won't get rid of the child. You're not for premarital sex. That's part of it. We'll name him (laughs) F-150. Raptor. Yeah, his name would be Raptor. Raptor would be the name. Raptor. You should be forced to name your child after the car it was made and if you made it in a car. I got pregnant in a Valare. Oh, boy. So I've got this one student escort. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) the Ford Escort. My kids uh, would almost... Pinto, get over here. Greg, you almost had an Outback. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I would have had a Wrangler. (laughs) Wrangler Holmberg. I would have had a... You think I'm gay? CVCC. That kid would have been really homosexual. (laughs) I'm Wrangler Holmberg. Like early on, like if it happened in the high school, it would have been uh, Skylark, and then there would have been Tempo. <laughs> Skylark and Tempo Bogan. You had sex in either of them, though. But if you did, right, you didn't bang in the Skylark. That would have been no. tough. Buick Sky- you had a Buick Skylark in high school? 
Yeah. They still wow. made those seniors. Oh, wow. Was it the freshman year in college? In college. Yeah. Buick Skylark. Was it a hand-me-down? Hand-me-down, yeah. You didn't go out and get a Skylark. No, I bought a, well, no, I bought a used what Skylark. Buick what? Skylark. Did you really? From Sager Buick. <laughs> oh, you knew the guy. Yeah. yeah. So it was a, oh, yeah, I get it. It was a Bogan deal. He didn't go get he, his dad. And it had, that, go it had the Sager. interior, you know, the velour interior with the the cushion. It's like the padded. Oh, you have an eight track player and everything Skylark. in there too. Oh, loaded. With so you didn't candy. want a Skylark. Your oh, dad. I saw this one. I'm like, no, no. Your family knew the Sagers. And no high school yeah. kid come wants a Skylark. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, come on down. We'll give the Bogans a deal for free AC and some barbecue Here's a good sauce. Car. And you guys got a Skylark. I'll give you a Skylark if you guys work on the Let's AC. Get that thing off the lot. Did you pay money for it, or was it bargain? Twenty five hundred. And then, what did your dad have to do? Like all the AC work for a year. I painted uh, Mister Sager's house. <laughs> That's right. That's the Bogan way. Oh, no, you had a Skylark on deals, and I don't know who won that deal. You could paint my house purple, and I'd give you a Skylark. I still came out better. <laughs> actually, I got rid of that Skylark. Actually, I had to paint our house because the Skylark, uh, the camshaft. Went out about a year into it. Oh, and then hit. And I didn't have the money to repair it, so my dad. I painted Sky the house. Was unreliable as well. <laughs> Sky Lemon. Oh. My other kid's name would have been Bronco too. <laughs> they had Wrangler and Bronco too. Actually, CJ, because my first one was before Wrangler. So if I got high school pregnant, would have been CJ and and Bronco too. Well, yeah, the whole Brokeback Mountain thing going I even back did. then. Well, why is that bad? Bronco 2? Gay. Probe. Really ugly. It's not? All. No, it wasn't gay. I mean, gay guys, it wasn't that. Gay guys wouldn't have driven it. I don't know what it was. Nobody could figure that out. No, wait a minute. Ann Allen had a Bronco 2. Yeah, they would. Did he? Yeah, he did. Your Aunt Allen had yeah. a Bronco 2? Mm-hmm. How about that? Maybe it was a gay wow. car. <laughs> I didn't get a gay vibe off of it. No. I think chicks did, though. <laughs> Stayed away from it like a gay guy drove it. Anyway, all right, what do you got on the big board of music? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. We've been hitting the snow, <laughs> hitting the ski. Uh, <laughs> stop. I'm looking at the list. I just saw. Right off the bat. Right, Finish business. your thing. Everybody shut up. <laughs> do we play, we play the Rolling Stone? You want to? Brown yeah. Sugar. To counter the idea that it's too dangerous to play this piece of art. Uh, you don't want to do Boogie in Your Butt? I do, kind of. <laughs> Put me in your butt. Put a bumblebee up your butt. The tree. That's got to be more offensive than brown That's a little No, don't pull it up. <laughs> Didn't he sing that as... Doesn't Richard Simmons show up at the end of that thing? His, I don't remember. He starts screaming about... No, Richard Simmons is the... He sings another song as Richard Simmons on that album. Eddie Murphy was... He went nuts for a little bit. That was a boogie in your butt was off the first one, and then the, the raw had the. Well, then it was delirious, and then then I think there was maybe raw. it was delirious. Yeah. It's a boogie in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Some people consider Eddie to be the best comedian of all time, and boogie in your butt was Disney's a hit. <laughs> was a hit. Like people played this. I remember Casey oh, yeah. used all that Bruce Kelly played this constantly. Your butt, boogie in your butt, put the boogie in your butt. Maybe if Eddie Murphy dies, we'll add this to the Night of the Sinning Dead. Put the boogie in your butt. 
I ain't putting no boogie in nobody, but that's nasty, man. What you talking about? <laughs> putting boogie in people. All right, that's so. <laughs> What's wrong with us? How easily entertained was America back then. It's the dumbest thing ever. I played that nonstop as a kid. That's enough. Put a clock in your butt. Put a clock. <laughs> All right. You got it? Right, brown sugar. And if you're tuning in late, they're not to yeah. <laughs> They're not to stop, ready? You let him. We were done with that. He's going down memory lane. Yo, he's loving that. Well, that was when he was tooling around the Skylark. That had to be about the same time. <laughs> pumping. Yeah, pumping in the Skylark. A little Eddie Murphy boogie in your butt. As the funniest man in Ohio. <laughs> That Brady's want driving around playing Negro music in his Skylark about boogies and butts. That kid is hilarious. I put me up your butt. Eh, I put a tree up your butt. You're irreverent, Bogan. Thanks, Mr. Sager. Can you give me a new catalytic converter? The Skylark seemed to have dumped this one out. Put a boat in your butt. Just put a moat in All your right, butt. All right, we get it. We know. <laughs> it's a system. No, it's brown sugar. It's the offensive one. <laughs> Morning sickness. Uh, I had a moment last night, Brett, you would appreciate it. Brady, this would have probably made you, and I bring up baby aspirin again because we were just talking about it off the air. You'd have had to eat a whole bottle of it uh, sitting in my house. I want you to be at my house at one of these moments. Now, I rarely say I want anyone at my house, but you, sir, I want at my house. I'm sitting in this uh, recliner. This, it's like Fraser's dad's chair. It doesn't match any of the other furniture, but I got it when I got my shoulder surgery because I had to sleep sitting down for like a month. Awful. But I've, I've grown to love this cruddy recliner, so it doesn't go anywhere. Does and it the, tilt forward? No, it won't stand me up. My I, dad has I want one. one of those, though, because those are awesome. Yeah, if I don't have to work to stand up anymore, life's good. So I'm in the recliner last night. It's just dark. Probably the sun just set. When the big window... In the main room is open. Yeah. Windows are open. Shh. Open. I'm sitting in the recliner. Dodgers Giants game just started. Ah. And I hear, uh, you know, just a little. I don't have a doorbell, so it was more like this. Rapping on the door. And I look over at the door. There's a lady there with a piece of paper and something else. She's just waving. Hi, neighbor. And I just stared at her. <laughs> <laughs> Megan goes to the door, and it's glass. Just looking at her. Well, they can hear you because the windows are open. And Megan goes, That's don't a- answer it. I'm like, I'm not going to. Hi, neighbor. Hi. Nothing. It's like the hills have eyes. And all <laughs> I'm thinking about is how Brady would be like, okay, I'll get it, I got it. So it would be like drive. She did three t- tours through, like the third time through. Like, I can see you. And then the third time through, I'm just sitting there. So I turned my recliner because it's also like a rotating. Yeah. Turned the back to the window. <laughs> Finally, she goes, gets in her car and goes to our Michael and Troy's, the neighbor's house across the way. And I text Michael and Troy and I said, don't answer the door. We don't. Well, of course they can't help it. They're like you. They're 
so happy to get it. Hey! They just, they just assume it may, it may be Twink Delivery Service or something. I don't know. They forgot they got one. Amazon's Young Boy. I don't they got know. a cheese board yeah, right, right They got a charcuterie and, and rubbers. Who knows, who knows what's waiting on the other side? They open up, and I said, uh, I said, who is that? And they're like, oh, it's the lady right uh, next to us. They're evidently having a big weekend shindig party wedding in their yard. Want to let you know. And they and they said, open your door. And we opened the door, and they had a big bottle of champagne and a note saying, please forgive how loud we're going to be Saturday and everything else. Oh, well, that was actually nice. Yeah. Super nice. Got free booze and didn't have so to talk were, to anybody. There were two phone numbers on the on the sheet. And I, I've talked to the, the, this dude's got a Visla. He's, he's the guy whose Visla got out, and I put it back in the yard, and then he came over and tried to offer me like 7,000 pounds of elk meat because he's a hunter. Good dude. And Michael and Troy, he's got two teenage boys that walk around with their shirts off like the Dukes of Hazard in the summertime, and Michael and Troy, like, it's just, oh! Like when the boys are out. And, they, and Michael and Troy have a huge yard in their, or a tree in their front yard, and uh, they came by and knocked on the door said, can we um, practice setting up our tree stand in your tree? Oh, of course! So there's two shirtless boys trapped in the gay guy's tree, which I thought was. I'm like, oh my god, you're treeing them now. What's going on over there? Stop it, jerk! Like they treated these two young teens up in there. The tree stand and stand at the bottom and bark like uh, blue tick hounds. <laughs> so uh, it's them, and I've talked to them before. So I text back. I didn't know their number. It was on the sheet. I text. I said, hey, look, uh, last two times I've answered the door and not known it. it was a process server for a ticket. And another one that says I can't get close to a human being for like, <laughs> somebody's telling me I can't drive by their house ever again, even though I had no intention to doing so in the first place, because uh, ladies get mad at you when you I know, it looked like I was staring them. right at you. <laughs> I know you saw me, and I know I saw you, but we don't answer the door. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah, this I don't anyway. answer the door unless I know for sure that person, and again, my theory in 2021, if you don't text me before you come over, there is no reason for that visit unless I can visually see that you are on fire. And if you've got stuff in your hand, I'm like, I don't want any of this. So I just stared at her, and all I could think of was you. And I, I know that you probably had a moment about 6.40 last night when you are like, there's a disturbance in the force. I'm <laughs> uncomfortable. What's going on? One of these days. That's why I bust out about 7, you know, 6.40, 7, yeah. 7.30 oh, to walk the, the dogs. I get out. To go knock on people's doors? Yeah. Say, hey, yeah. neighbor. Hi, neighbor. So to them, whose names I don't know, uh, I'm sorry, but I... I I'm, Party I'm, on. Oh, yeah, and I sent them a text back, and I'm like, look, we don't answer. There's process servers. You never know who's on the other side of that door. We want to give you something awful. Uh, but, you know... My wife's blind. Yeah. She's trying to look <laughs> no, out the door. Uh, nope, not at all. We They know. Nobody's... We just weren't answering. That's it. I saw you. Window was open. Hi, neighbor. Uh-huh. TV's on. In fact, I turned it once during commercials back to the Bucks and Eagles. Back and forth. TV's flipping around from channel to channel. It's like, neighbor, hi. Anything? All right, let's move this along. Whatever you need. If it's important, you'll just shout through the screen. You see it. And all I, I just giggled incessantly. Like, how? I can't imagine you ever doing it. You should have pulled your phone out and just videoed it. Just, just her <laughs> well, sitting the, there the knocking best one on the door. was the old man. I still don't know what he wanted, but he had papers in his hand. And, uh, you know, a process server is going to try to find you at a couple other places for tickets and terrible legal paperwork that says you're going to kill somebody and they want you to leave you alone. Uh, so uh, you can't go by schools anymore. <laughs> you know, you get those papers. <laughs> leave the kids alone stuff. <laughs> Tired of it. But I just remember standing there and I had just opened these windows and there's this 90-year-old man just standing on the doorstep. Papers. How you doing? I just, I had a soda in my hand and I just stared at him. 
He wanted you to sign, get Kristen Cinema yeah. out of here. <laughs> I don't know what he was. Some sort of, yeah, he was like a comp troller for my, I don't know, I'm not interested in you. But text me, that's it. It's 2021. You text somebody. Brady is the last man on the planet happy. I couldn't have done it. Happy You're to right. hear this noise. You're just thrilled when this happens. Oh, hey, hey. Company, company. I am not that. I don't have Entenmann's at the ready. I don't have charcuteries. <laughs> the uh, drop, but but again, thank you for the wonderful gift. And look, thanks for the brute. Yeah, the brute. <laughs> yes, it was wonderful. I thought my Fabergé at first <laughs> yeah. probably gave me something to drink that was cologne. But uh, yeah, just a future, uh, you know, because Al heard through the grapevine that I'm homosexual now. Uh, these people have to have friends who know somebody who knows. Michael and Troy found out I was talking about my new gay neighbors when they moved in. So somebody is going to Kevin Bacon degree oh, to yeah. this family and say, hey, John was talking about you guys. Have party after party after party. And also, I'm going to come over to your house, drop that same bottle of champagne off and say, thanks for not inviting me. You made me feel awkward <laughs> yeah, about uh, coming or not coming to your house. I think you did the right thing. because I'll babysit your dog. He's got the coolest Vizsla I've ever seen in my life. I love that dog. Vizslas are amazing. I'll watch your dog for you during the party. But Vizsla. Well, I don't care, Brady. And I'm not taking uh, diction or words. Uh, from the uh, master? Advice from you. <laughs> That's not how you say that. Okay. Bye. Anyway. Oh, neighbors. But it was great. Those are cool looking dogs. Oh, I've never seen one. Best. They're kind of like Weimaraner, or so. Yeah. A little, little smaller and kind of reddish. Yeah. Oh, he's, they the can one leap. he's got is beautiful. Gorgeous dog. So, just thought I'd let you know. The only reason I knew that, because I had it drilled through for my neighbor that came over to let me know my it's first house. Yeah. yeah, he was the one that uh, notified me about my lawn. Oh, the guy that told you you had yeah, a suck he house? Had, he had Annie, the Vishla. They're beautiful. Great dogs, too. So, I watch his dog. I, you know, it's not that I don't like them. I just don't like people coming over. Man, oh, man. Another just... And to be to be totally and completely honest about it, my gut started to go a little bit when we when we were just looking at each other, and she went back for the knock. Like looking at me, like I'm not gonna stop. That's like, ballsy. Oh, that is ballsy because I mean, we're looking at each How other. How could you not be? Megan has to be laughing. Nope, she's the same as me. I'd be. I'd be laughing too. There's no way I could be stone faced looking yeah. right back. Just, what do you want? <laughs> Leave it at the door. That's why we love DoorDash and Uber Eats since COVID. They just Leave drop it. stuff. You don't yeah. have to have that awkward exchange or like talk. Ugh, people, no the best like you see the dude coming up and he doesn't want to talk to you either by the way he's not brady this is something you need to know the dude do- dropping off food doesn't want to have a conversation with you either doesn't want to see you this is the best thing ever happened to the uber eats driver drop it off and leave put it in an ant pile go the last doordash guy uh he ate with us yeah like, i got enough for you come on in that, that has occurred if you saw an emaciated doordash driver <laughs> he would be in there chowing down yeah i was uh yeah it was pretty good though but uh, my brady moment it was close. I almost did. I just got to get up. But then I thought, you know, John, this uh, recliner, that doesn't fit in with any other furniture in the house. If you just turn it, you'll be back to her. This ends. And so I just slowly turned and kind of slunk down in it. And if Megan's there, it doesn't matter. She's not getting the door either. Either one, I, look, well-trained people know not to answer doors. There's process servers on the other side. I've been burned by that a couple of times. One time, the process server uh, yelled through the window, Hey, who are you? Is John around? Huh? I'm Megan. Oh. <laughs> Is John around, Megan? No, he's not here. This is his house, though, right? Yes. Do you live here? Uh, no. All right. And then he writes down on the paper, 
blonde Megan in the kitchen allowed in and then staples it to the house like he tapes it to the house and then the new law said that a processor doesn't doesn't have to go hand to hand anymore an agent of your home can accept it but she didn't accept it no she was in there and then once she takes it off it's fine and so we threw it away and then I and if you want to go in there and dispute it well I I, what a pain should have been your gumba that's what she should have that's what I well here's the thing my uh, the the, I used to know a sovereign citizen in the United States was a little bit loopy but the dude knew the law up and down we went over to Paradise Valley he, t- he, he walked me through two things. One was the process server for... This was the ticket that I ended up like trying to... I think I think I am one of the five people on the planet that made it so the photo radar tickets went away when that company was... That Redfin company was done, or whatever they were. But uh, I went down there, and they're like, well, you had uh, a girl in your house. And I'm like, who was it? He said, a blonde named Megan. I'm like, I know like nine of those. And he said, all you have to do is act like you bone chicks constantly. You don't know which one it was. And she may not have had permission to be there. Like, <laughs> all right. And then I started to go down that road. And then the next thing you know, you can see, I think it was a law clerk looking at me like, all right, mm-hmm. you want to go? And I'm like, I don't think I know enough about this, Scott, to keep going. He's like, we're doing it. And I'm like, okay. And then he started to say he was going to sue for the city bond for $34 million and all that. I ended up spending like $400 to make it all go away. We got out. Oh yeah, nice. Because the well, that wasn't that. That the next one was when I intentionally drove around with the big dildo and tried to get photo radar to take my picture, and then finally got the picture. I still had it framed of me driving my jeep. It was with Toledo. We were on the yeah. freeway. I had this big eighteen-inch dildo, and I would hold it up and just speed as fast as I could past him. Got the jeep up to like ninety-two miles an hour. Got a ticket for eighty-eight on the I ten. <laughs> Snaps the picture. I'm like, yes. There's another one. I'm like, just in case. Just flying down. And uh, then, you know, of course, it shows up in the mail as a picture of you holding a huge dick. Because uh, my friend Scott told me, you're not allowed, the city is not allowed to uh, eat mail pornographic material to houses. So then all I had to do was wait. And it shows up. And then I give it to my neighbor. And I said, will you go down to the thing with your kid and say, that this came to your house and this is not your address and this is not you and the state mailed pornographic materials to his home and his kid opened the mail and he did it and they ripped it it's great <laughs> so I highly recommend if you've got like one of those we well, gotta have two things you gotta know where one of the photo radar vans are and I know two of them on Paradise Valley I love Lincoln Road I yeah, wish Lincoln's I had oh, Lincoln's loaded with them I wish I had my big dick uh, for that, I can't use my own because yeah, it wouldn't work. So you, Nobody, we'd have to have a Hubble telescope to get a ticket from that. But the uh, yeah, so I mean, add that to the list of supplies you need. You drive around, water, dildo. Because the <laughs> the cool thing about Paradise Valley having so much money, their pictures are in color. Oh, <laughs> so you're gonna get a nice one. Highly recommend you take that whole thing right in the old throat. Put that thing you right still in. Got that? Uh, no, I don't. I bring your bring your rubber asses out. Well, that's just gonna be a lot of work. Right? Yeah. Plus they won't be able to figure what that is. Well, I would say, yeah. they would ask you, is that you? And I'd say, yeah, well, what is that? Well, that's me performing uh, anal angus on a, <laughs> a dismembered torso. I mean, I think I'm going to get more trouble for that. Just a big <laughs> wang. <laughs> and it, it's, that picture comes to your house. If you've got a cool neighbor, you just go to your neighbor and say, this showed up. Will you? And Michael and Troy would do that for me in a heartbeat. So that's the only time neighbors come in handy. And you, when you can get them to do your dick pics. <laughs> and i got two that will do it. They'll like it. So, it was fun. But Brady, I thought he you all night. Wanted to almost call you. I almost wanted to take video of it and go, what would Brady, what WWBD here? I'd have to answer that. I, I don't think I could do that. 
Just a silhouette of a woman on my porch. Crazy. It's pretty great. <laughs> pretty great. I loved every second of it. Because I thought of you, too, because you got that screen door. Can you imagine standing on the other side of that screen door, and the person's talking to you, and you're just staring at them, not answering? You'd, you'd explode. You'd oh. explode. You would bring candies and treats and send over a Charlie's Chips truck. Take whatever you want. <laughs> Charlie's Chips. Take whatever you want out of there. That's yours. I bought you a whole truck. But it's a good feeling. So, again, if, in fact, you have business at my home in this day and age, you should be able to text me. Leave it at the Make door. An drop it at the door and understand. I didn't know you were coming over, so I'm not going to answer the door. I've already got, like, three places in this city I'm not allowed to drive within a mile of. God damn it. So I don't need another. I'm going to start squaring myself off like I'm, like, Cubert. <laughs> I can't go down there. There's, oh, I can't go that direction. Come on. It's great stuff. Anyway, thanks to the neighbors, though. And have your parties. And they even had in the notes that we're going to close up the music at 1030. It's Saturday night. You got this gigantic yard. They're going to... No, they're having a wedding reception. Yeah, they're like, we'll turn it off at 10.30. Turn it off. Keep it going. Yeah. The Greek festival just happened by my house. That thing goes on and is loud, and it's Greek music, which, by the way, kind of makes me hate Greek people. Oh. Smell of eggplant in your backyard. Oh, my God. That music is terrible. I'd rather listen to Polka and 311 all night long and Greek music. I'm not kidding. I'm I'm glad I was kind of out of town because it started on Thursday. And I bailed for the Fury Wilder fight. And this Greek festival happens every October. And it is. I've never seen. There's like less Didn't people. Didn't you go one year? Did you go to I couldn't. You keep. Oh. Like, it's a sea of humanity. The WNBA, all their teams together, don't get the crowd. This thing gets in four days. Yeah. I mean, it is the whole the whole season of WNBA games across the country would come up short to the Greek festival that happens in North Phoenix. It is. It's incredible the parking and the distance people are willing to walk from their parking spot to this Greek Orthodox church that's like a mile from my house. It's like the Parthenon. They park by my house and it's a it's a mile away. Yeah. And there and that's it's crazy. I've always heard over the years, oh, it's a, a blast to go to. It is not. It is not a blast to live close to because within that mile, I can hear that horrible Greek music. Awful. They do that over on Dobson and uh, Elliot, too. There's a big Greek oh. church there, too, and it's just a mile of cars. Just gargling tzatziki and playing that awful music and ugh, and churning off lamb meat in the middle of a park. Yeros! Oh. Yeros! And everybody's dressed like like they lost a bet in these weird black and red and white <laughs> gowns and stupid hats like they just left the, the the Shriners convention. That's the clergy. Whatever it is, it's weird. Yeah, Greek people, you seem nice, but man, that festival makes me hate your culture. Something's fierce. So when Mexicans start playing that tuba music. They're similar. <laughs> but you can tell it's Mexican. So it's- <laughs> Greeks just, it just never, it just never ends. It's the whole it's one song. Yeah, I, I would rather, like if Brady said, we want to go to the Greek festival, or do you want to go watch the Ohio State marching band play for three hours? I'm like, hey, let's go to Columbus. I think that sounds great. Go down so there with Sloopy a bunch of three plates. Sloopy beats Greek music. Wow. Does, you have Greek wow. music on that computer? I'll get Find Greek music. Now. It never ends. It's the same. Chuck and plates? Song. I don't know if they're breaking plates. I think they're all on paper or plastic out there because of kids. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you start showing the Greek kids that. Man, and, and it is... People say it's great fun. I've ridden my bike. There's a little path behind where it is, and I've ridden my bike by it. It's bounce houses, a stage, and like 6,000 picnic tables. And I'm like, this is a, this is like a 
It was like a carnival in Globe. There's a couple of weird rides. The girl that always said, you got to go, she was involved somehow. Andrea Katsinas. Oh, yeah, she was in. She probably dressed like one of those weird... Gotta go. Black, red, and white people. It was. It's just not normal. I'm not a big fan of most cultures. I don't know. This is uh, Best of Greek Music. Timeless Greek favorites. Oh, that's all this was. Like you just heard it in the distance for four days at my house. You don't hear that. You like it, eh, Joe? Listen no to that. No check cash. Oh. No check cash. It's a fever. This is Devil Went Down to Georgia. Oh. That's Andrea Katsinas. That's yeah, awful. That was actually one of the more decent ones. I don't ever hear a singer. I just hear that terrible. And then the, and then the worst part is like the big sell evidently is like some poor, these poor kids, I, I say abused children because they have to learn some sort of traditional Greek dance and then perform it on like two nights in a row. And then you hear this guy go, next the children are going to dance for all of you. It's going to be wonderful times. The music is uh, raging. The tzatziki is hot. They're throwing like bread at each other yeah, or something. They just eat loaves of bread at each other. <laughs> Look, I hate pretty much every culture when they get too out of hand. I went to that African festival with Janny. Yeah. yeah. You had fun. I didn't. Uh, I, I, had fun. I had fun because I was with Janny, but I didn't appreciate any of the culture. They had a fashion show, and I'm like, well, this is stuff. If I wore it, I'd get arrested for cultural appropriation. They did it in the Senate. You'll be fine. Don't worry. Oh, that's the true. House, the, the house. house yeah. That's right. Nancy yeah. Pelosi put it all on. The good thing was, I'm like, Janny, like, all of Africa can't be in on this. They had every flag from the continent. Oh, no, no, no. I'm like, half of these guys are probably from some tribe that would kill you. Like, you guys hate each other. Like, Sudan can't get along. Like, why are we having a festival with all of them? Like, don't you want to just, I hate this one? He's pointing to flags. These people terrible to the Sudanese. And you're like, well, let's get them on here. And then the flags that have just a an AK-47 on them, are like, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. That's modern stuff. That's within the last 50 years. That's a country. Ivory Coast, uh, Ghana, horrible. And he's like pointing them out. These are Chad, yeah. North Sudan. Oh, I hate the North Sudanese. Niger. Yeah, Niger. <laughs> don't say that, Brett. And then Janie played a trick on me. You have to eat it with your hands. We don't have utensils. Oh. You have to do it like we with the festival. I'm like, all right. So I'm pounding this bean dip or whatever it is in this a, weird chicken. A leaf. No. Well, I kind of had this bread thing, but that goes away real fast. Next thing you know, you get, looks like you have diarrhea all over your hand. And, looking at, and then I look over at Janie. He's got a fork. <laughs> <laughs> you prick. <laughs> yeah, and, and don't think it's just racist because it's Germans. It's uh, all of them. I have no interest in it. They're like, we're blessed. Gotta come with us yeah. next time. No way. Did you, your story is a vomit. Yeah. No. I got Jordan That's ones solid. on. I'm not plopping those down in vomit. I got I had to win a drawing to get these damn <laughs> shoes. I'm putting those in my I'm not getting in the zipper anyway. Again, my rule is if it's not bolted to the earth, it's not a ride I'm getting on. Period. Yeah, so yeah, German culture, no thanks. The Chinese culture, too much Chinese. I like diversity. <laughs> There's way too much Chinese in a Chinese culture. <laughs> They, they they overdid it is what I'm saying. It's like, all right, you guys can mix in a little bit of something else. I'm an American. I'm a true American. I like oh, Chinese food. That 
You can always find something fried. Dipping it Whatever in salsa, the event you know? is. Yeah, all right. But I'm still, it's like it's some guy's looking at me like he just pulled this out of a fish tank. I'm like, no, thanks. You're taking it too serious. Do you have any ketchup? No ketchup. Chinese food. Ah, you like Dominica. Dude, you're American. I'm like, right. Where are you? Phoenix? I don't think this is very Chinese. Calm her down a little bit. And enjoy the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. But we'll find out if Brett can do it. Brett, he went to Columbus for Columbus Day. I, he sent pictures so yeah, of the Italian-American the, club over they there. They go nuts over there <laughs> in Columbus. And talk about a whole bag of beans that becomes. Because I'm a big one for thinking Columbus didn't do anything. Didn't even make it to the United States. So that's my big beef with him. It's like, all right, I'm not going to get mad at him for what everybody did back in his day. 1492 was a long time ago. Uh, you landed on an island and you saw people who weren't using it right. You could take it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know. It's what I've always said. If, if like, I go out and say, hey, there's, there's a car. I just discovered this car. It's mine now. And Brett's like, oh, that's mine. I'm like, yeah, but you weren't using it. So then I fight you and I get to keep your car. That's how things worked back then. But my beef with Columbus was, he didn't even get here. He discovered the West Indies and Caribbean. He got around here. He did not. He got, he got close. He sent guys. But he gets the credit for it. It's over there. Somewhere. You can't see the United States from the Virgin Islands. It's not a bad place to find, though. It isn't at all. So we discovered the Virgin Islands. My beef is we got lied to the whole time. Was he a horrible person that uh, came with bad intentions? Yes. All of Europe did. That's well, what yeah, their I'm goal just, was. That's just it. Yeah, yeah, everybody that came over was. Yeah. I'm not so mad about the uh, genocide he was trying to do because they didn't know any different. I was more mad that the guy who discovered this entire nation and has tons of cities named after never made it here. Never got here. He was on his way. He turned around. <laughs> he went back. Hey, I headed back to Spain, huh? <laughs> he went back. Anyway. So, Columbus. Eh. He's all right. I guess. <laughs> he didn't do anything. And how dare you have Indigenous Peoples Day and Columbus fighting? I mean, that's what this Columbus's dream is to have the Indigenous people try to take his day back. He ain't going to stand for that. I got yelled at about that yesterday when I was doing the the best of. I was like, all right, I'm here for Columbus Day. Everybody's else to take the day off. I'm working of all people. But then right. somebody's like, did you just people do? And I'm like, dude, it is. It's at two. relax. It's both. <laughs> look at your look at your iPhone. It's on the calendar. Literally both comes up. Oh, does this is oh a, yeah. It was also National Coming Out Day. Did you do any of that? No, I didn't do it. By the way, uh, again, my announcement, I am a homosexual. I am now a homosexual. I am a proud, flaming homosexual. Like in the most gay way you can possibly be this i'm doing in order to protect myself from scrutiny from the woke culture i love a good healthy meaty peepee that's what i like in my hand at night i don't even like food anymore brett i just want a man on top of me that's all i care about i'm gay brett i'm gay now i'm out man i'm a homosexual I broke the news to megan sorry about that married for a while anyway Pretty, so, starting kind. tomorrow, all days is that where we're at? Or we're what? here, KUPD. Nope, Brett, that's offensive. Stop it. <laughs> it's, it there it is, right there. I'm telling you that. Uh, here we go. My theme song. It's the only way to protect this is your yourself. Wake up song. And how dare you say I'm not gay? I love a good ass. I like a Brandon Lee. Actually, makes me half hard while he's talking about baby drownings and house fires. 
Oh, let's go to the weather with Royal Norman. I like myself a chunky <laughs> vanilla bear every once in a while. Yeah. Tell him, Diana. You want to join me, Brett? It's safer on my side. Yeah, I'm good. You sure? I'm good. I'll take my chances over here. I'm thinking maybe I'm going to try to blow my way home today. I'm just going to leave my car. It's such a nice day. I'm going to walk around and just blow guys all the way home. Because that's, that's how I feel. And if you tell me that I'm not gay, you're a bigot. Sodomizing Linda going to cover that tune now? S- yep. Is she dead? Because that's not, uh, no, she's no, alive. No, still alive. Damn it. Night of the Singing Dead would be pretty great if I could throw out a Diana. Yeah, I'm gay now. And anybody that comes after me for that is a, what, I can't be part of it? I can't just be gay now? Marginalized. I hate it, but live my life in this secret forever. Now, I'm protected. All I gotta do is blow a cup. You want you want in? No, I'm uh, good. Hop on over I'm, here. No, no, no. Let me take a taste of that. Twink's morning sickness. <laughs> I don't care. That's beautiful. <laughs> Stop using these uh, terms against me and my group. It's Holmberg's morning sickness. I'm a man, goddammit. And that's what I like. My hands in my mouth. <laughs> Gay now. <laughs> Just looking for ways around all this craziness. He said terrible things. Yeah, but I'm gay. Oh, never mind. That's acceptable. Yeah, I'm all right. I see. And all you got to do is blow a few dudes. Look. What? No, I'm not looking. Come on. No. You know you're wrong. Out. Want to see my scar? No. <laughs> I got a new hip. I'm, 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 basically, I'm basically like a gyro right now. I don't want you to see your gash. I'm good. No, I'm you're good. good. <laughs> the world's gone mad, and I just don't care. The big red radio. Hi, Larry. I'm gay now. I'm a homosexual. <laughs> Start calling the news. You have a homosexual morning show. It's going to cover. Yeah, it's going to cover all the bases. <laughs> People are congrat. Thank you to all the emails. They're congratulating me. Uh, you should look up a questionnaire about whether or not you lean more gay than not, John. I'm sure there's uh, one, and open it up to the listeners. Since you're out now, and most listeners are probably gay, too, you can help them discover themselves. Stuart, thank you, Stuart. Yeah, I would. A lot of people congratulating me on coming out. I appreciate you all understanding the reasons I've been forced out of my heterosexuality is for the jokes. I have to be able to still be an ornery, cantankerous weirdo on the radio, and I don't think I live in a day and age where I can do that as a straight man. So I'm gay now. And I've also announced that uh, this is probably inappropriate, but I'm new to gay. Give me a break. That my gay lover is a man named Mark Stebbings. He's a banker. I've been friends with him for years. I started thinking about this. Mark should be gay, too. We've been best friends since fifth grade. We get along great. We love sports. You've had this conversation with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about it. We talked again the other day. I didn't bring this up that I was gay. I didn't know I was going to do that until like six this morning. Oh, the pressure you must have felt. Oh, yeah. So, But, I mean, think about it. He makes a great living. I'm doing pretty good for myself. We combine this. I've known him forever. I trust him. Well, what's the deal? What if, what if uh, Brandon Lee comes up and just says we'll, he's interested? We'll, we'll triple up. We'll Eiffel Tower Lee. I, I'm fine wow. with that. I'm not even jealous if Mark goes into the, the Brandon Lee caves. I don't care. Why would you be jealous? Bro? Yeah. It's just a beautiful threesome at that point. I thought it was just going to be a monogamous Look, thing. we're men. Why? We're men. <laughs> we're, we're all after the exact same thing. If he's not going to get well, mad at me. You like, guys are, maybe. How great would it be? <laughs> Brett, tell me this. What? How, how great would it be? Now, all of a sudden, I'm Tom Brennan. I don't know why. But how great would it be, Brett? You and Medea. Yeah. Hanging out. You're a little late coming right. home from wherever you were. Okay. 
You walk in the house. Because this is how it is with me and Mark. I don't know about you guys. This is my new gay little Mark. You come in and go, oh. Like one of the best blowjobs I've ever had in my life. What's Medea's reaction? You're going to knock the hell out of You're a dead man. You're a dead man. Now, Mark's like, who? Let's go get him. (laughs) That's how dudes are. No kidding, you did? Will he do me? Probably. Not wrong. Yeah. I'm trying to come up with something. Yeah, I, you I got, got nothing. nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> you, you can't go home to your wife and start saying, oh, baby, did I just bone the hottest? Like 20-year-old twink. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, she was amazing. Met her at a gas station. Went to the bathroom right away. Right then and there. Don't even know her name. Mark would be like, high five. I love those days. A uh, woman here on the phone with the, 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 the lawyer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Immediately. Oh, yeah. Like splitting houses and... And then same goes for men. A woman can't come home and go, I just took one of the biggest cranks up because we're not interested in that. But if we all are after the same thing, and me and Mark have talked about this forever, sitting in our infinity pool on Camelback Mountain, looking out over the city, and then uh, emerging from under the water, two little mermen, <laughs> polishing us off and then swapping away. All right, let's start the entertainment drill. <laughs> I'm telling you, Brett, let's just even skip the new releases. Brett, <laughs> I am, I'm a hero today. I'm saving the show. Have you seen what's going on? They're all after Chappelle and Gruden and emails and everything. They're mad at Kim Kardashian for hosting SNL. You you are a hero, apparently. Look at that. Superman's gay. In your tights. Wow. (laughs) I firmly believe it is impossible as a bald, white, male American to be an irreverent dickhead on the radio without blowing a few dudes. I got to have a safety school. So I am gay now. How dare you tell me I'm not? I love it. love all those pubes. And... <laughs> Nothing better than that. Pringles can smash me in the chin. I love it. God. Bonk, 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 bonk. This is what I signed up for. I'm so happy. <laughs> I can say whatever I want now. Who oh, wants this thing's out of my mouth? <laughs> it's freedom. I get my freedom of speech back. Anyway. It's a ploy. I admit it. But I'm going to follow through with my friend Mark, who I've outed on here. Why wouldn't Does I? Does Megan know yet, or is this is she just who? finding out, too? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. My beard? She can stay if she wants to. I'll cover her lifestyle while I go through my change. She'll be fine. She's free to roam about the country. She's also free to join in, because I'm not against that either. Well, then you would be bi. You said nah, you were against not bi. bisexual. Is no what such would thing. would it be? No such thing. She's just. You a, said you were against that. She's an interloper. Shut up, Brett. It's time to release things <laughs> other than that. You're ruining it. Why are you yeah. fighting? This is your future. Can't get away with all these jokes we've been doing as a bunch of white dudes. Love Cis women. Cisgendered whites. Dude. And you see the videos that pop up on TikTok? We're hated. It's our turn. Now, either you fight back or you give in. I quit. I'm gay. I can't be black. Well, thanks for taking one for the show. I'm gay. I'm going to take a few for the show. Before five. Uh, what do you got for the... Oh, the hot releases are brought yes. to you by uh, Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Oh, they got good bones there. Simply the best BBQ in AZ. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. It is awesome. Trust me on that one. Uh, Anthony is the owner of that place yeah. with his wife, Casey. Not interested in that Casey. That Anthony. What a shot. Good person. If he can BBQ like that. Oh, yeah. Mike, me, yeah, you might, yeah. Just wearing an apron around the house. <laughs> uh, nothing on Netflix? You got nothing really good? Are you sure? Uh, no. 
Oh, he didn't look. He didn't do his job. All right, what do you got for music? All right, uh, The Darkness. Oh, no, no way. Yes. Justin is still doing this it. This is Motorheart. All right, here we go. I believe in a Remember we had to talk Mark Randall out of ordering his jean jackets because of this band 15 years ago? I don't remember that. He and JJ Fred, thought. He, was, he had the order yeah. ready to we, play. We, oh, like, man. deleted it. Because everybody thought the darkness was the future. Well, JJ and Mark did. He's, yeah, he's talking about banging a robot. Yep. Oh, no, I like it. I am gay. <laughs> no, you are. <laughs> I actually like that. No, that's it. All right, done. That's it. All right, that sounded like Goodbye. Queen to me. No more. <laughs> You're cutting me off. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> Again, marginalized by the man. <laughs> gay for three hours and 46 minutes. God damn it, if I'm not feeling it. Not like that. Marginalized? Yeah, that's the stuff. <laughs> Brady doesn't even come to work anymore since I'm gay. <laughs> Somebody says, offensive uh, homo uh, <laughs> F-word jokes. It says, I find it offensive you're claiming to be gay, and you're clearly not. I'm calling my lawyer to file a, file a complaint against you in this station unless you blow me immediately. <laughs> All right, now I got to do it for the team. Come on down. It'll be the worst one you've ever had. Yeah, I'll just be really bad about it. I'm going to be like an old maid gay. I'm going to be so bad at it, nobody's going to want me. I can't wait to see Brady tomorrow coming in. What's and, going on? Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't here for the reveal. <laughs> well, going to be pleasantly surprised. Nice feather boa day. Enjoy this slice from the best of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Happy National Neighbor Day. Ugh. I like Michael and Troy, but let's not go crazy. A poll asks 6,000 Americans. And only half of us trust the people we live next to. Trust in what? 51% say they trust their neighbors. 17% said absolutely not. 22% aren't sure. What am I trusting them with? Yeah, that's a... Like, are they going to rob question. me trust? Exactly. I don't know. I, yeah. yeah, trust like, hey, can you keep an eye on my house while I'm out of town? Sure. I'm 50-50. The one neighbor on the one side of me, I'd trust him. The other one, not so much. I trust Michael and Troy. I wouldn't even tell my other neighbors anything that's going on. They're on a different street, aren't they? Almost kind of. I mean, there's one that's on a different street, but they're still technically next to me. I wouldn't go. uh, Do you go when you go and like knock on doors and say we're out? We need you. Hey, who are you talking? All right, what am I? Come on. Oh, like I'm gonna ask. No, don't answer it. Never mind. You're out of this conversation. We already know the normal people. You don't tell your neighbors. No, I don't. I don't want them knowing anything about me. Exactly. You don't want them knowing you're out of town. No, you do. No, you don't tell. Only if I run into them and say. You know, right, which is every, out <laughs> which is every five Only minutes. No! No, I had no idea. When... What do you want, Brady? Why running into you here? <laughs> you mean in my house? <laughs> yeah, that's mine. I noticed the fam's backing up. Can't get, wait for company. Get ready to leave. 
guys want to come over for some snacks before we go? No. Keep an eye on our place, would you? You bet. We've offered before. Like if they go out of town, you need us to take the uh, trash out. And it, it, no. Anything you need, just let us know. And vice versa. Sometimes Michael and Troy will text and say, we're not home. And you there's a put, package on yeah. the porch. Will you get it? And I'm like, can I open it? And they say no. And I'm like, well, then it's going to sit there. I'm not interested in going and getting your stuff and having it. Yeah, we've dealt with the package before. Yeah, they'll ask me to do that. I'll pick it up and put it on my porch. What's the difference? Here's a little hack, a jack-o'-lantern hack for you for you're going to carve some pumpkins. That's right. To get the seeds and guts out, take a power drill, put an egg uh, beater wand out of your uh, shelf in the kitchen and put that in the chuck. And basically spin that baby in the pumpkin. It clears it all out. Why can't no I time. just use my beater in the beater? Like the Not enough power. Yeah, I don't think it gets down that's there. That's too, yeah, you have too much. You get, he's I have right. to use my power drill? It's power drill for yeah. one, because you only need one drill bit. Like, you get, you doubling up. It's a good, that's actually a pretty good one. It is. I want to try it now. Are you carving jack-o'-lanterns? Hadn't planned until I saw this hack. I got to get on that. Brady told me on Saturday he did. A, he spent the day putting up a twelve-foot ghost, <laughs> a ten-foot killer clown. No killer three, clown. Three times right. your height. Yeah. Oh, I had a ladder. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> or you could have called Brett. And then there was a moment <laughs> yeah. where uh, his friend said, "Laser doing the uh, haunted house." Because remember that Brady used to do a haunted house at yep. his house until Laser did a better one, and then Brady had to close up the operation like Porkopolis. Did you oh, ever really? go to that one? Yeah. No. Laser's garage was <laughs> oh, like. Oh man. <laughs> the the rumors. I mean, it it, it permeated over to oh, my neighborhood. My so maybe we should go out to that Gilbert thing. Brady put together this uh, bargain basement uh, food city <laughs> thing, <laughs> and then Laser's like, "Watch this, Bulger. This is what a haunted house looks like." And then Brady ended up giving him like half of these. You can use my thing. Yeah, for the garbage. <laughs> So then Laser puts together this giant haunted house. And you could see it in Brady's uh, face when the guy said, "You doing? is Laser doing the haunted house? No. No haunted house this year. Laser's not doing it. Now Brady can't like bring back that street carnival that he was doing, that Food City parking lot. Who's doing it now? What's going on in the neighborhood? Don't now? know. Oh, boy. Hey, you got blasted but out. There is a, the fall festival is happening the, in the, the night before on Are the 30th. judge again? Uh, they've asked me. To I eat? haven't. Um, no, this is a costume contest. Oh, you doing it? You can't say no. to You that. know he's going. You to. Can't, he couldn't say no to a neighborhood event. I'll give you a hundred dollars to stay home, and turn your lights off for Halloween. Hundred bucks? <laughs> you couldn't do it. There's no way. Yeah, that's a tough. You one. could have all those potential new friends coming up to your door and ignore them. There's can't no. Do it. I can't do it. <laughs> You never know who the Lord sends. What's your over under on that? I'm gonna check FanDuel oh, right now. Brady stays home plus they, twenty they, million. They pulled it. <laughs> there is <laughs> no <laughs> way. Brady, avoid the fall festival in the park. Ah. You can't do it. You cannot. You can't even imagine yourself ignoring that. I did this weekend. Well, yeah, you had stuff to do, but that wasn't a fall festival. The fall festival. They had a movie night. Look, in the green belt. You can't avoid. If you were home, you'd have gone. Nope. You had plans. You no, because it was down Adam's Family 2. It doesn't matter. You wouldn't go for the movie. You're there for your new yeah. friends. You're there to meet new neighbors. And they only had popcorn. They had other food. <laughs> right. If they had there, a, maybe like you a, got silly a, a cook-off. Yeah. Are you going to avoid... The, are you not going to the fall festival? Um, You're going, and you can't yeah, wait. Yeah, probably You're like, go. Are you like the... Probably. 
flag bearer? No, the guy that's like the main parade guy. The Oh, the drum major? No. They always say like this guy's our, you know, like Gregory Peck would be at the Rose Bowl. He would be the Grand, oh, the grand Marshal. Yeah, grand, yeah. grand uh, Wizard, I call him. Of the, <laughs> Brady's the Grand Wizard of the Fall Festival. In that neighborhood. <laughs> in that hood, is, yeah. He fits right in. Can you imagine not going? Sure. Why? Well, then do it. It's not saying he'll do well, it, I but he can imagine. Ask I know. And you say, no, I'm not going this I year. I could. I could. Just say I'm not I might. going. And also, don't go and have nothing else to do. You are at your house. You cannot do this. It's a tall order, John. That's a tall order. <laughs> you can't order. avoid a neighborhood function. Oh, yeah. No, I You can. could not. Sure. Brady, stop it. I could. You're if, like that cartoon if, dog. If when Kirby didn't want anything to do she with She doesn't it. want anything to do with that. You make Oh, her. no. She's... She wants, she wants to mix it up. No, she doesn't. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She would rather sit at home and do nothing with Dad. You're the cartoon dog when there's a pie on the windowsill. You just float towards it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a new trend called slow living. The concept of slow living is where you uh, do more self-care. You stop over filling your calendar and doing as much as possible and just say, you're staying home. Despite, and man, could you imagine Brady sitting there? Because at the end of his street is where this whole thing kind of happens. And watching all those people walk by his screen door on their way to the fall <laughs> festival. Just, God, God, I can't. Oh, look at all those I have my uh, little number clicker to see how many people oh, are going. Click, 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 peeping click. out the blinds like Mrs. Kravitz and stuff. I would love to just lock you in your house in front of that screen and watch <laughs> you not go to that. It would be, it would be like caging a, a wild animal. By the way, three emails in a row, Brady. Uh, I'll just go with this one uh, from Larry. Says, uh, so Brady, you go to your fall festival, and then what happens? You judge the cook-off, then you have a judge for the contest, and do you judge the cross-burning, or is that just good? (laughs) That's a slam dunk. That's a good one. All right. Three people in a row, like, what time's the cross burning? And then this one said, did his ghost include burning the cross? (laughs) Everybody knows what actually happens at your fall festival. If there are multiple crosses being burned, then you got a contest, but there's only one. Right. But how do you judge that? By size? By best flame? Oh, yeah. Consistency? So it's like Burning Man and Gilbert. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It is like Burning Man and Gilbert. And Brady can't stay away from it. How about this dilemma? I'm fascinated with this little social experiment because I don't think you could do it, even if I paid you. In a heartbeat. If I stood at that door and paid you and all those people walked by, you, yeah. would, you would have to do it. And you know what I would do? I'd stand in the road and I'd, I'd have people like, hey, Brady, come on. I brought chili. And they'd walk We're by. We're get some kick the can going. Rock pots just walking by. <laughs> okay. See you in a little while, Ted. <laughs> Ted lives two streets down. His mother plays the bagpipe. She lived with him until she died. Does his own taxes. <laughs> it was everybody. Ted was encountered for a while. His wife had a little run-in with the law. <laughs> Worked at a Waffle House. Ted's got three kids. First one's a drug addict. The other two are doing all right. Nobody talks about it. <laughs> Came in second chili last year. You couldn't do it. Please tell me you're not going to the Fall Festival. I can't tell you that right now. <laughs> it's just like you can see it in your eyes. It's, I like watching this. Yeah. It hurts you that I'm even suggesting it. Why wouldn't I go? It's on to me. There's a uh, professor in England named Roy Taylor. He's an expert on diabetes. He just gave a presentation at a big conference in Europe and said, if you can't fit into the same jeans you wore when you were 21, 
you're at risk of developing diabetes. In other words, everyone's at risk. No, there's some people that still should be right about the same. Yeah. 33 now. I think I was probably 30. Yeah, I was probably 33 then. I was 21. I'm I'm lighter than I was. I'm 194 as of this morning, so I got to be. I was about 195 when I was 21. It's about the same. No diabetes for me. No need. No need to visit the doctor even. I got a uh, little work to do. Uh, <laughs> Is your 21-year-old no, waist? Two what was inches, your, what do you think inches, your 21-year-old waist was? 36. Probably. You were 36 at 21? Yeah, yeah. Probably. Probably. <laughs> what was yours? Do you remember? Like 2021, 20, your waist size? 34, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah I think I'm different. like 36 now. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. so he's got your waist when you were 21. Yeah. And you're, you've got your age. For your waist now, which no. is really interesting. <laughs> Man, you're only like a, you're not that big in the waist. Thirty nine, yeah. You get a, they don't sell thirty nine stuff. No, you wear. 40s. I am right now, yeah, because I, yeah, you buy the forty. Thirty eight, a little right on the bubble. It's not comfortable though. Well, you don't have one of those bulbous butts. <laughs> well, he doesn't. No. He's not like because well, no. he doesn't have like a big thick ass. He's got a kind of a fastback. So you're not going to have one of those waists. <laughs> you're one of those guys that later in life is at danger of his pants just falling down. The golf tee? Yeah, you're, yeah, you've got the golf tee. Because I always wondered. He's like, going to be suspender guy? He's suspender I guy. I don't because the legs are uh, thicker. My dad right is. Now. Uh, Your yeah, dad probably dad. has his pants falling oh, off all the time. They did when we were at the <laughs> tie rack at, in Chicago. <laughs> Never got it. He's talking to this lady. He's shopping for a tie. And down they go. Wedding. Whoop. <laughs> oh, dad. <laughs> It, oh, hey. yeah, it made the whole America's Funniest Home Videos throughout the 90s. The, every video was just an old guy standing there going, so anyway, I was out of it. Jesus Christ, my pants just fell off. It's and he's suspenders. not really, he's a, you know, it is golf tee, but he doesn't have the. He, he doesn't have a big belly. Yeah. But it's bigger than his waist. It's just, he's got chicken legs. Yeah, the danger for your dad is his, his stomach is bigger than his waist. So if the waistband slides down a little bit off of where it's supposed to be, it's grabbing, hanging on like Stallone and Cliffhanger. Yeah. If it drips off that edge. They're going all the way down. Yeah, right now, your legs kind of... But you could drop just down past the ass. I could see that happening. Yeah. Because you get you got no... Like, your ass is not like something that's bubbling out. Let me get you in the squat rack. Get that ass bubbled up. Watertown, Massachusetts is a suburb of Boston, and they're asking people to keep their pumpkins inside this year or put out plastic ones instead because as the town's health director says jack-o'-lanterns are like candy to rats oh boy they've got a lot of construction going on which is driving more rats out so that's one reason they're asking people to keep the pumpkins inside but the other issue in the areas is because the covid partly a lot of restaurants were closed down during the pandemic and the rats that used to hang out there had to migrate to other spots to find the food oh so they're mobile the rats, rats if you have the Real pumpkin lanterns out there. They spread out. Oh, they love it. Do you do a real pumpkin every year? We you guys um, go fakes? We did last year. To me, that's the only fun part of the Halloween decoration. Yeah, I agree. We had a good pumpkin. run. Last year, we didn't do anything, obviously. I don't remember last year. It's fun. They're, they're always, you want to try to go through a thing where we having just remember carving last the year, pumpkins. Yeah, carving the pumpkin is the best part of Halloween. Yeah. I don't understand throwing all that stuff in your house. That just seems like work twice. Last year in our neighborhood, the Halloween was the first time that people did things. Yeah. Like everybody that came to, they were in masks already. 
So we yeah. put we put our bowl out on a table so that we weren't near them and said, "Hey, come up and grab what you want." A female rat, by the way, typically has six litters a year, with five to ten babies per litter. Yikes! Each one of those babies can start reproducing within five weeks. Natalia Zednova of Rostov, Russia, found a cat, a homeless cat in her backyard, and the cat has gone viral. Fedja, the cat, that's what his name, adorable cat, but it's gone viral because if you look at the cat, its natural look and the way the eyes are on its face make it look excited the entire time. This is the normal Crazy Russian expression cat. of the cat. It's wild Russian pussy, Brady. Yep. Look at it. That is insane. That cat is inbred. <laughs> this is not a healthy animal. There's I, a couple more pictures. If you, if you look at yeah. <laughs> I hope later today it lost their home oh pet rescue. Yeah. I hope it lost their home pet rescue. I get to one of those. <laughs> this is not, yeah, this is crazy Russian pussy. I find in the backyard. I feed it, it stay. If you look at early Garfield, <laughs> yeah. Jim Davis, yeah. this is who he drew. If I had that cat and knew it was from <laughs> Russia, it would be like uh this is my cat, Chernobyl. <laughs> it comes from, he sees, he sees many things. The, the dog episode is especially troubling. Much like Came you, from Plant. Much like yeah. you, Brady, no neck. He's yeah. my plant. Yes, he uh, looks like a friend Brady. If the Brady was a big Russian pussy. <laughs> Brady, are you uh, willing to wear the big gray coat? We could get you adopted by a happy family, huh? You just act surprised all the time that you're a big Russian pussy. Just dye my eyebrows again. Uh, Igor, what do you see in backyard? Uh, he's a gigantic set of eyes staring at me while I make bacon. He's a little Brady pussy outside. He's got his big eyes. He's got a no neck. He's Russian pussy. That's a weird looking cat. Is that? It's not healthy. Something's wrong with it. No, they just said no, that's, that's just ugly. <laughs> Poor little fellow. That is weak and sickly. Yeah, and he looks fat. Yeah. The necktie was invented in Croatia. Their troops wore them as part of their uniforms in the 1600s. And when the French saw them, they liked them so much. Neckties started appearing in France and like everyday wear. It's the French. Uh, they they turned it up a notch. During war, interested mm-hmm. in a little couture at the yep. same time. Sure, the Americans invented the clip-on tie. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Screw that. Yeah, work. Uh, smarter, not harder, Brad. <laughs> Well, I gotta tie all this stuff up, and I can just snap it on. It looks exactly the same. <laughs> Why are clip-ons so classless? Why is that so? I think it's because the people who used them—you just assume they couldn't tie. But yeah. it is a better thing. I agree. Uh, I mean, when you—I uh, you went through a two or three-year period of clip-ons at the Catholic school. We had to wear the. Oh, ties. as a kid. Yeah, as a kid. It makes sense as a kid because yeah. you, you'd, you'd make a mockery of ties. Yeah. But as an adult, if you have to wear ties all the time. It seems to be the better way. Don't you think? Oh, that... If you're daily doing the tie. Daily ties, it's smarter to clip it in there. And you might as well, you know, do the clip-ons and uh, dickies, if you like wearing the... Dickies are bad because they show. You can't really tell it's a clip-on. Can you tell it's a clip-on? No. No. I think the new ones, you they They really have a little thing that goes under the collar a little. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I have no beef with Any ties I have are are pre-tied, because I can't tie a tie. You can't tie a tie? I cannot. Yep. Revoke my man have, card. Nah, just do it. There's like never YouTube could. videos. I know, there. and I've, it'll take me 20 minutes to do it. I've tried no it. No kidding. Yeah, I cannot really tie a tie. 
I just leave them tied and then just slip them over my head if I have to wear one. New damn right. Slap it over and (laughs) clip it like that. I forget which one it was in Casino or whatever. There's a big guy that always doze off. Was that Casino or uh, Goodfellas? He was at the bar and he's like, how long was I out? He's one of the characters, uh, side characters at the bar that they're meeting at. Hmm. I don't remember. Uncle Sid. Pretty saw a different Casino and Goodfellas Mm. than us. I think, good, I, think was, I think it was Goodfellas. Okay. Might have been a guy that well, was Brad has Goodfellas memorized, yeah, so I'm not real sure. I mean, right now, there is a loop of Goodfellas playing in his head. Yeah, and he's... I'm running the whole movie every, through. No, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, every bit of it. I don't know. It's your story. But I, there's a fat man who fell asleep a lot. Couldn't tie a tie. It's amazing you I'll related. I'll take the movie. It's not good <laughs> It's amazing. It was it's amazing Brady remembers him. We know. <laughs> Again, I remember it because that's the only time I've seen uh, um, a, a couple of characters in Italian movies that would just fold it over nicely and put a clip in it. Because they're like... They're they going to eat. Similar physique that I... You know, big neck. Oh, so it that what you call that? So it hit Yeah. Home. Okay. <laughs> Where's the neck part of that big? I don't see it in there. I see big chin and then chest. A thick... You're a thick man. I got a couple of uh, Wild Americas. Okay. And go. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Wild America. This uh, U.S. mountain climber uh, was in Bolivia. This dude, uh, Daniel Granberg, he was uh, trekking across the uh, mountains in La Paz, Bolivia, outside of Bolivia. And he was on the mountain, the Alimani. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where is it? La Paz of Bolivia outside of Bolivia. You're making a mess of La where Paz. this is. Somebody's stroking. Again, it's happening. He was uh, on the mountain. He's got one more. Oh, we'll get it. No, we'll get it. Ilamani, which is uh, the altitude is around 21,000 feet. Um, evidently, he talked to his mom the night before on the sat phone. Right. Saying everything's good. I am finding a little shortness. I'm having a little shortness of breath, but sure. no big deal. We'll... You're 20,000 feet up. You're not going to breathe right. So That's two good. days later, oh boy. a couple of guys find him. He was on the summit. You made it. Just sitting there. Dead. The lungs collapsed. He got um, this altitude sickness, and he was basically kind of solo. They finally hauled him off the mountain, but he's been <laughs> up there for a couple of days. Wonderful story, Brady. It gets it gets better. Oh, oh. he's no, we're not done yet. It was so great. The first yeah, I know. Yeah, first half. Well, the first half is great. I'm riveted. He's dead. By the way, La Stay Paz tuned. is ten thousand five hundred feet above sea level. The city is. Yeah, city the mountains. Is. And so he head. he went there and he spent two months there to get acclimated. Yeah, and then decided to do the not enough time. Yeah. Uh, this uh, surfer in Australia. Oh, wait, it's not this. This story doesn't get better. <laughs> no, the stories don't over. get better. Oh, yeah, okay. that story's gotcha. over. Gotcha. This is moving on to Australia. Okay, we have a so surfer. Confused. Yeah, you'll that get got it. a uh, shark attack. Okay, and the shark ripped the guy's arm off. His other buddies got him out of the water. They get the uh, paramedics there, but it's too late. They he bled out. Can I ask you what about this is wild America? Well, you got sharks in the water, and you're also climbing, in trekking Australia the, and Bolivia. Yeah, you're trying to mountain Bolivia, climbing. Wild world, Brady. Yeah. You said America. No, I, I said wild the, world. I, I even played the thing. Oh, okay. I'm just making I said sure. wild world. I, just, I, I lost interest in your terribly awful, uh, <laughs> depressing stories. I wanted to talk about something else. Jesus. 
Let's end it with some so fabulous shredded by news. A, shredded by a shark. Nothing fun or funny about it. Just, just. It's a jungle out there, John. <laughs> In the water? <laughs> and an ocean out there. All right. Why that, can't the ocean be a You earned it. You earned it. Thank you. That's what I mean. Dude. Just trying to hold off. The jungle in that ocean. <laughs> I see what you're looking for. Yeah, well, I was trying to. Well, no. I was, no, we're trying the, to get Those stories were just depressing. Normally, there's a a little but. This happened. No, this is just a dude who died on a mountain. Okay, well, the I guy in Australia no, after don't make the attack. Don't make it worse. The other guys finished surfing that day, and, and the waves were great. All right. Well, that's not how this works, you know. Normally, there's a little bump in the edge that makes it, oof, that's just sad. I want to see that part of the article. <laughs> man eaten by a shark. Is, that's that's actual news. news. That's what I don't like. It's real news. Two Siberian tigers. Male. Doesn't look get, like get Siberia, a Brady. Could be. You don't know. Just I'm saying, going with that. That could be on a reserve. And they, Chamber of they Commerce. The, uh, or you could read the description that says, two Bengal tigers. Bengal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or that. They're sisters, Whoa! by the way. It's a bitch oh, fight. Oh, it's a bitch fight. It's fight. better. Watch this move now. Cat fight. Stand this side up. swipe. Boom. Oh, oh that was a good punch. Yeah. Fight's not quite over. Yeah, sisters Rita and uh, Seed High. And they're okay just sitting One of them 20 Rita? yards away. Well, yeah, there's no interest in that car. And that looked like the science hall at Gilbert High. Oh, <laughs> man, like, I'm telling you. <laughs> Wait a minute. The bitch fights that happened what? over there? Why? Oh, yeah. Women wow. hate science? I don't know, but it, it always happened in the science department. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous! That is the strangest. It's true though. Memory ever. And that's when all that's when all the you know the the girls would all get mad at each other, and then the tops would come flying off yeah. and all that really? kind of stuff. Oh yeah, the girl did you fights think of that because of Gilbert Tigers? And you're like, I remember when Tigers used to fight. No, I just I just remember it just looked like a big bitch fight. <laughs> wow, it's true though. <laughs> There's that's a lot weird. more history. It was a science there. department, too, man. They always did it in. Science. Sop, tops would come flying off. Yeah. And of course, all the guys are like trying to hold the teachers back and stuff like that. Right. And you went to Gilbert when it was mostly Mormon. Yeah. And yeah. a lot, a lot hillbilly. <laughs> the so, Mormons? Yeah, oh, yeah. So it was, it was, yeah. Science was not an option over <laughs> no. there. They hated it. They were mad at science. A lot of fights start over there in science when Jesus gets questioned. At Gilbert. That's Question Moroni, nice. and then yeah. we got yeah. some problems yeah, up in there. Together, that somebody, makes a lot somebody, evolution, who yep. said that? Yeah. Somebody <laughs> dared say Big Bang something or other. <laughs> Look out now. This is the Big Red Radio. Uh, all my emails are about the Gruden thing. All my emails are about cancel culture and everything else. And somebody just fired off a beauty. And I, and I said this to a friend last night, and I didn't bring it up this morning. But it said, how is it that we're so insensitive that we cancel so often everything we disagree with verbally or if someone takes a stand against a tribe of some sort? Meanwhile, the Catholic Church rages on. And man, oh man, if that ain't the truth. If that place had an email raid, I can't imagine what we'd find with the all right we got to move this guy here we got with this just broke yeah. the cover ups and the stuff but we we turn a blind eye to it it's money it's it's, it's all what, money NFL is money yeah i mean who get who got fired from the church of note did they have to i've always said this that if that if a fast food let's say mcdonald's has this exact same history as the church that in their entire uh time as a, as a as an entity as a thing they were known to have uh, raped a lot of kids. 
they'd at least have to change their name. You can't True. keep branding it. And how people keep like, would you still go to uh, the the you know the that place? I hate even throwing their name out there and using, it, but everybody yeah. knows what it is. But would you still frequent their establishment, knowing that that's what they do? Of course you wouldn't. How good are the burgers? Oh, they're very good. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah well, I, mean, I might think about it. I might think about it. Like, yeah, ah, yeah. You know what? Uh, a few thousand years of uh, child molesting and covering it up. I, I think it's time I separate myself from this. Well, look at their whole, like we always talk about it, the whole Father Dale thing. And people still go to that church. Not even the, co- not they the church to itself. Keep them. They yeah. fought to keep yeah. him. Until it was just impossible to keep him. I mean, it was, and then try to move people. I mean, that's just one guy, and we dealt with it because it yeah. was at our high school. But yeah. Brett and I both went to Dobson. Oh, you didn't? Go no, I went to Gilbert. Went to Rhodes. Yeah, you were down. I went to Rhodes. Yeah, you know the story. Of oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was just crazy. But yeah, I, that's a gr- an excellent point from a guy named Chad. He says, "Man, it just it drives you nuts when you see that and the hypocrisy of what we are offended by and what we'll never deal with again and the people who will never have another chance." And then you got this going on. And I know that hits home with a lot of people because it's your belief. But your belief doesn't change. The house it lives in should, though. You you can be strong and steadfast in your belief system and look at the Catholic Church and say, all right, if we're going to be offended by everything that goes on in this world, what's going on here? This thing needs a big fat cancel stamp on it as well and and a nice restart. But they won't. It's crazy. Great email. Now that I'm gay, though, all I've been doing is looking at uh, boxes of Twinkies, hanging around, all sorts of things. I didn't tell you this. While I was in Vegas this weekend, I sat down at a at a machine, and uh, it's 1 in the morning. I guess it's like Friday night. Maybe it's Saturday. I don't remember. Days start to blur. And I'm popping a machine, and I've got a, I've got a good chunk of change in this machine, Brett. And uh, across from me walks in, an, and you can't help but notice this, a bright orange dress with a bright orange long wig. And skin as black as night. Actually, quite a beautiful contrast from orange to the skin. It was like a pop. Uh, Walks this six-foot, rail-thin lady. And she's just in my periphery. So I see her out, and I look over, and I look, and she looks at me, and I'm like, ah, nuts. I made eye contact with a hooker. (laughs) Worst thing you can do at one in the morning in a casino, especially when you got a few thousand bucks in a machine, and it shows how much is in there. So she comes around the corner, and the closer she gets, the more I'm like, "Oh no, this is this is an in living an in living color character coming at me. Like this is bad." And uh, one nipple's almost out of the top of this like uh, it's like a dress t shirt dress, I guess. And it's uh, and she goes, "Hey," and I'm like, "Hi." And I notice when she talks that there isn't a single tooth in her mouth that isn't chipped, like bad, like busted. Eyelashes six, seven inches long. And she goes, how you doing? I'm like, good. And she goes, can I get you to do me a favor? I'm like, yeah, what's up? Can you take my picture? I'm like, sure. She hands me her phone. And she does this pose. And I take a picture. I'm like, very nice. Very, very nice. And I give her the phone back. And she goes, ooh. Plops down next to me. And I'm like, oh, no. Are you getting a picture of her? Oh, yeah, the eyelashes. Give me some music. Yeah. Oh, you got music for me. Mm. <laughs> she's a supermodel. Well, that's what it turned into because she's looking. She goes, how you doing tonight? And I'm like, oh. And I always lie to hookers. I'm like, I'm down like 35000 This is all I have left in my life. So then it seems like the two or 3000 I've got sitting in that machine is like the end of me. Ooh, that's a rough weekend. 
But just that little picture made me want to do a photo shoot. And I'm like, is that right? <laughs> so I'm like, okay. She goes, you got anywhere we can go for a photo shoot? I'm like, no, not really. I said, I'm waiting on my boys. They're coming in. I'm a little better. I got a couple friends I'm meeting here. Well, they can come up for the photo shoot, too. I'm like, uh, we can go into the bathroom for the photo shoot. And I'm like, I don't think I'm into the photo shoot idea. I don't think I'm like, is that the move? And then she gets up and starts to sashay. <laughs> and then she goes, you don't want to take pictures of this? I don't know if I'm qualified. Smells like RuPaul or what? No, RuPaul (laughs) is smoking hot (laughs) compared to this, and that's all I thought of. I'm like, I think it has a wang. Oh man, I think it. Did you check for an Adam's apple? Uh, That's always a good. No, because I tried not to look too often. Okay, because I couldn't stop staring at the chipped teeth. Well, you were you're photoing. You're taking you know Andy Leibovitz over here. It was a very (laughs) pedestrian uh, attempt at the photograph. I just kind of aimed her camera. It was a nice phone, though. I'll tell you that. I started looking at the Samsungs because it was pretty. I gave her the, the picture. I mean, the posing was hilarious. Well, she wanted to go to the room and do a photo shoot. And then all I thought was, who does this work on that you, with that shark mouth, is going to tr- have the gall to ask for money after you just shred my genitals with that <laughs> cheese grater of a mouth of yours? And she goes, so you're not interested at all? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not really. I got to wait for my friend. Mm-hmm. Then she just sat next to me, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm done. All right. You sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I don't know what it is about me with hookers in Vegas that they just, they, they find all of us. But I get the weird ones, and it must be my head. If I've never heard, maybe my friends that have talked about doing that in the past, who I've worked here with, they no longer work here. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you after. But he's like, oh, yeah, it's just I got beautiful ones. I'm like, nah, maybe his bar as well, but I've never seen anything like that. But it was Rue Polish. She's probably about 6'1", 6'2", full orange wig, crazy. And I'm like, she's making a living with those teeth, blowing people. And now I'm gay. And it's because of her. That's for sure. That's the way I should be. Speaking of, and I don't know if you saw this yesterday either, bro. Superman uh, is now bisexual. Well, a new Superman. Somehow, well, it doesn't make sense. I don't understand this. But Superman's son, John Kent. Superman had a kid? Who did he get pregnant? I think so. How does Superman get a... Wouldn't the lady's vagina just explode? Huh. How did he get... Superman's son of Cal L. Is that uh, Lois's, uh, yeah, is Lois Lois the mom? vagina couldn't handle it. No. Uh, baby. Like, if you saw how he was delivered to Earth, it was amazing. It's not yeah. through the legs of a mortal. I don't think Margot Kidder's going to handle that. Oh, <laughs> Stop that, bro. <laughs> These are my people. So, uh, uh, there's two heroes operating as Superman. One is Clark Kent, who originally debuted in the comic books. And the second is his and Lois Lane's son. So, Lois Lane did birth John Kent. Wouldn't he be half a Superman, though? Because he's half mortal, too, right? Or a Superman take it all? I don't understand. Uh, anyway, yeah, he would be half. Yeah. He was Superboy, and then his father convinced him to take on the role. So he's to pick up the family business, like Sanford and Son. Only Superman and Son. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, Tom Taylor, as the current writer of the series, said the newest iteration of The Man of Steel will come out as bisexual. He's not going fully, he's not fully committing like me. In an upcoming issue hitting comic book shelves November 9th. Uh, he said that he, there's a drawing of uh, the new Superman and his love interest. Today on Hashtag Superman, uh, the strongest superhero on the planet comes out as a bisexual. Now, what gay straight mortal is going to want that in them? 
you got Superman in your know. ass, that's gonna that's gonna hurt. Hey, if you're going, go go full bore. I mean, the type of guy for me. <laughs> Just like his father before him, John Kent has fallen for a reporter, but this reporter is a man. The two initially became friends when John was making an attempt to have a secret identity, and boy, did he take that seriously. He's trying to be a high school student, but in Superman, son of Kal-El, number five, the two will share a kiss after Superman becomes mentally and physically burned out from trying to save everybody. That's it. I got to go Brady on this one. So he's coming out of the phone booth? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I missed Brady. Well done. (laughs) I'll take a lap. (laughs) Because I've always said everyone needs heroes and everyone deserves to see themselves in their heroes, and I'm grateful that DC and Warner Brothers are having this idea. Superman's symbol has always stood for hope, truth, and justice. And now, blowjobs. Today, the symbol represents something more. Today, more people can see themselves in the most powerful. Well, that's an odd sentence. Today, more people can see themselves in the most powerful superhero. Well, I guess you can. So are they going to replace the S with a T for twink? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's so I, the reason I read that is not because I care about that. I'm never going to read a Superman thing. But Dean Cain, Superman, got kind of angry about it. He came out and he's like, this is pandering. This is exactly what we're trying to avoid in the world and, and everything else. He's kind of mad about gay Superman. He didn't go crazy, but he's like, it's bandwagoning. Uh, he's on Fox and Friends. It's hard for me to keep track of all the different Superman anyway. But, of course, the, the new bold direction is bandwagoning. I don't think it's bold or brave or a crazy new direction. If they'd done this 20 years ago, maybe. But uh, Brave would have had him fighting for the rights of gay people in Iran where they throw you off a building for being gay instead of just making out with dudes. But it wasn't a great point. That's true. But it wasn't yeah. cool twenty years ago to do. That's why they didn't do it. Yeah. But the, I love that Fox News called Dean Cain and said, "What do you think about this?" Uh, other, the, well, the other ones uh, the gone. Other living Superman, <laughs> the Man of Steel wheels left us a while ago. <laughs> uh, why don't they have him for, fight for injustices created for the refugees and the deportation? That would be brave. I'd read that or fight for the rights of women who attend school, uh, to attend school and work, and live, and boys to not uh, be raped by men under the fuzzy new Taliban. There's real evil in this world. Man, he's taking this Superman comic way too seriously. He's got nothing else going on. That's so. true. Dean King got a job, so he had to talk. But, uh, gay Superman. Okay. Oh, there's your Halloween costume. That's it. Well, it's already, my you know, life costume now. Yeah. I'm going to wear this everywhere. And Superman's the type of guy I'm looking for. Got a good job. Strong. Yeah. Good protector. I'm looking for security for my new lifestyle. <laughs> now I am a Homo, flaming homosexual. You can't take that away from me. You mean like flaming? Or oh, super flaming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Ian just emailed back. So, John, I'm no longer interested in you. I hadn't heard about Super Dick yet. Well, now, wait a minute. <laughs> now there's a fight. Uh, anyway, we'll see if my gay thing keeps up. But I'm not bisexual. You're text Brandon Lee. I am. I'll text Brandon right now and say, hey, by the way, I'm in. <laughs> Where do we meet? Brandon, are you interested in me being gay now? I'm gay now. You sure? Bigot. Bigot. You're going to get fired. What? Did you call me a baby? What? Did you say I'm... Uh, did you hear it? <laughs> Bigotry reigns in the office, Brad. I can't even get through a day. A, I've only been gay for a day. I've already been... I've already been smashed down by three people. Is this ready for now, or... Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, we got an hour. We, we had Ian. We're good there. Well, we had him and we lost him, and now you've got me. Deal with it. I'm here, I'm queer, and I'm staying. Yeah, he just goes down the hall. He's good. and gets matter with you guys? <laughs> Bigots. I didn't realize how bad it was in this building. I'm going to make some changes around there. Christopher DeCaro says, I like gay Superman. Up, 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 and I'm gay. <laughs> I don't think anybody cares anymore if Superman's no. gay. 
I just don't want. I mean, he is wearing tights and everything. Yeah, else, so, I always I mean, thought he was kind of gay. Know, and the underoos, and hey, look, you know, any dude that puts on a onesie, top to bottom, on the rig, <laughs> got questions. If you're in tights from your toes to your neck, you're gay. They always said that Robin's gay. I'm like, of course, Robin's gay. He's the boy toy of another dude in tights. This is why are we shocked by this? But anyway, I can't believe Mark's insensitivity to my coming out. That's all right. We'll get HR in here. So trust me, Mark. It's all part of the show now. They can't come get us if I'm gay. So I can say whatever <laughs> they want. See what I'm doing? But I just have to blow a few dudes. We're going to have to get a new uh, Facebook page. <laughs> just things I do. Best of rerun from the morning sickness. It's good to see you as well. And, uh, yeah, we were just talking about that. This thing that I've been handed, this full page of information is now in the font I can read, so I don't need readers for this. Yeah, you know what? I, you were talking about that. Yeah, well, I, I had the same problem the other night, like where I'm like, I'm like reading something on my phone, and my wife makes fun of me because like I start doing that that old guy blinky thing. Yeah, that- <laughs> I'm just like, and I'm I'm moving adjusting away, like, the screen. But, but you know how like you move it away, and eventually like it comes into focus. Yeah, it wouldn't come into focus. <laughs> I'm like literally like Uh-oh, I just I gave up. Just quit. <laughs> I, I yeah. just I I think I I, I actually started the uh, the accessibility settings on my phone, so now I can just brush it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it reads it to me because yeah. I'm like smart. I, just, I can't I can't do it. Well, I can't with medicine. Just years away from a jitterbug. Yeah, I I will take it right now. I have no I have no pride left. I'm done. I, I I use a light at restaurants now to read a menu. I, there was medicine that I was supposed to take, and I couldn't read how much. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, it's almost always two. Right. Because the thing was so small, and I'm too proud to go look for it. So I took two, and it turns out that that was, like, detrimental to whatever I had. Two was going to kill you. Jeez. I'm like, well, I better not do that again. I read, oh, one. You would think they'd put that in bigger print. You would think that that would <laughs> be know? something everyone like, should read. Like, take one a day. Yeah. Do not yeah. take two. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, well, I'm fine. It worked, and I got better, so it didn't hurt anymore. Uh, John, how is the holiday season for you? It's coming up here. Right? It's days away. Uh, it's, it's, it's the same as always. It's basically like my wife and my daughter are full of all kinds of Christmas cheer yep. and and I'm a jerk. <laughs> That's I'm why you're like, on the road. I, yeah, basically, it's like I'm just I'm ruining their good time, but I'm also sponsoring it. So there's that. So you know, you fund uh, it, and they I, don't understand that that fund comes from something. I, I, right? I, I, you know, yeah, but well, I, you, you appreciate know, you funding it. Just I can don't say ruin that here. It. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. You have to say you're not an earner. That, no, no, you can't I, really I, blow that I, one up I, at home. It's yeah. No, they, they, no. She gets upset. Yeah, well, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we have an argument then, or two. But then, but then, when it comes to raising our kid, yeah. it's like, yeah. Hey, hey, can you include me? Hey, yeah. I, I'm I'm here too. You know, it's like I, I was part of this. Yeah, I, think. I, I I I did join in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Are, does, yeah. How old's your kid? She's four and a half. Oh, so full Santa, full the whole deal. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is a big. This is a big time. She is. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's just full of the spirit, and her yeah. mom loves it. And I yeah. mean, and I, and I love it. I really, I do love. I love that they love it. So I love that they're just so full of joy. And it really it is. It's just, uh, it's just, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I, I, I You're love, not filled of it. I love seeing them happy. I really, I'm right. just, I'm, I'm a bitter old man. Yeah. Just and you're not old yet. That's how I, I am. I've been that since I was 20. Yeah. So yeah it's, 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 it's just how it is. What, what happened at Christmas to make you say, I don't, this is silly. You know what? It, it used to be, um, you know, when I was growing up, I, I always, you know, I always hated just the whole, um, just the, the whole production of it. Like I always loved, I always loved Thanksgiving at my house growing up because we really kept it simple. It was just us. Right. It was just me, my sister, my mom, my dad, and 
We it was had, easy. We had dinner. We didn't. We didn't invite the pilgrims or right. anything yeah. like that. It was just. It was simple. And it was like. But then you get into Christmas and everything was like. Okay, we got to go over to their house yeah. for dinner. It's and a then they're going to come here for brunch and a we're going to open gifts. And then you have to. And you get into that gift opening frenzy of like you don't know where. Like you forget to look at the card before you open it, and then you're just like trying to track it down. And and then I got to yell at my One grandmother at across the room like, Hey, hey, hey! Thanks for the shocks. You know, it's just it's. So it's so, and I yeah. mean, I, I don't like when things aren't genuine and it's like, I, I really, yeah, I mean, true. as a kid, I guess you're supposed to love all the materialism and gift getting and all that. Yeah. I kind of grew out of that probably earlier than I should have probably, you know, 12, 13. I'm like, I don't need all this stuff. Really? You know? See, that's what uh, yeah. I love about it. I love I, the, I, the excessive materialistic and, behavior yeah. that we finally – that's the only honest thing about the holidays. And, uh, to but me, you have to I, do it for I, yourself. I, yeah. I, I felt like, you know – to me, I'm still like this now where I would – I love giving gifts. Right. I I don't like uh, getting them. You're I just you not a good receiver. About it. No, because I'm always like – I'm like my dad. And, my, and I used to get – my dad used to get on my nerves, but now I'm like that, where it's just like, you know, he'll try to give it back to you. <laughs> like, like, you need this more than I do. It's like, it's a, See, I it's feel a weird. shirt for you. I feel like <laughs> you owe them. I don't like getting gifts because I feel like now I owe this guy something. Well, yeah. But it's an Oski. It's like, no, nah, nobody does this because they don't want anything back. Right. And I can't believe that somebody would be like, no, I just – I don't want anything from you, but I did get you something. I'm like, oh, now I got to go get this person's right, stuff. Right, right, yeah. And it bothers me. Yeah. And, I don't and, like and freebies that way. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Still, it's still on the uh, – you know, there's a couple of uh, group emails saying this year – you know, this year it's one gift for uh, each relative gets another yeah, – uh, it's of our family. You pick one member of that family. And my brother's wife said, all right, this year no gift cards. And majority well, of people see, that's put what it up always there comes and say down to. they're okay with gift cards. But, mm-hmm. And then we're traveling. <laughs> yeah. So If men ever I, get involved in Christmas, that's what it devolves into. My brother and I, or brother-in-law and I, got into it when you're, we drew each other's names. And for Christmas, envelopes, $150 limit for our gift giving, 150 for you. He gave me one back. And I'm like, why did we do this? Yeah, right. We just exchanged the same right. exact thing. I know. And my mom was like, you can't, dude. It has to be presents. I'm like, I don't. He's a man. Right. I'm not shopping for him. I, and see, like, that's what, and, uh, you know, when it comes to when you're married, too, it's like with my wife, you know, I, you know, when we were first together, you know, when we got, you know, I, I remember the first Christmas, her first birthday, like I, you know, I inundated her with gifts. Right. And, you know, and then, you know, when we got engaged, I got her, you know, really, I, I went all out for the ring and everything right. and. You know, but then once we started to share a bank account, <laughs> it's like, what? what's the surprise? Yeah, there's like, nothing you, there. Order yourself something. You, we have this. Like, yeah. you're going to see it come up on the, the yeah, bank a lot of people say that the Where, Amazon How am I going to keep this from you? you know? Just go get like, it. I have to go sell pot or something so I have yeah. extra cash? You know, so it's just like, oh, what? yeah, I had to have some laundered cash so yeah. my wife didn't see that I bought her a necklace. Christmas weed right. fund. Is, exactly. That's a beautiful idea. That's, that's, <laughs> so, that needs to be a Rudolph special. <laughs> Where Donner's wife goes out and sells herself for a couple extra bucks to get Donner. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, John Caparulo is at uh, Copper Blues Live tonight at Desert Ridge and the Tempe Improv. The rest of the weekend, uh, holidays aside, you go back after this weekend, Sunday night, you fly back, mm-hmm. you sit, you do the thing. You have traditions. Do you have to deal with all the family coming to you? Do you run around to them? Well, that's the thing about, uh, you know, us being far away from family because my, you know, my family and my wife's family still live mostly in Ohio. Some of her family's in Florida. Right. Um, and then, 
you know, my wife moved out to L.A. with me when I was in L.A. We moved to Vegas last year, a uh, year and a half ago. So we're 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 kind of on our own island Good. at that point. So that's a that's a plus for me. Helps. But for her, you know, I can tell she, you know, oh, she really itchy. wishes. Yeah, she really send her back. We had I, there's <laughs> the present. <laughs> one ticket, one way to but the then, family. But in then Florida. I get miserable. Oh, it, it's weird. It's a weird thing. It wow. really is because it's like as much of a Grinch as I am. Yeah, I, I, you want to share know, that I, with her? Of course, I want. I want to. I, I want to be. Well, of course, with my wife and daughter. On, sure. On the holidays, yeah, for a while. Yeah, it's, it, maybe fly them out. Fly them out like seven p.m. on Christmas Day. For, for a, like for a while, like if we could have Christmas morning at three in the afternoon, right. I would be happy right. about and that. And then on her way, like she's got to pack and go. Nine o'clock flight. And you get the rest of the week to yourself. That's a nice thing. What about uh, what are John Caparulo's takeaways from the big year? Uh, you know what? I, well, I'm still uh, still got my uh, doing my residency in Vegas, yeah. and uh, I'm, I'm still trying to get my animated project off the ground. I'm actually we're we're launching a Kickstarter in January to produce my next special, which is going to be half animation, half live action. Oh, cool! And uh, I've been doing. I have a comic book series that I've been writing. Really? To that, yeah. Are you a comic book nerd? No, I'm not. Well, I am becoming that, you know, because yeah. I'm starting to get into it more because I, I was basically writing the animated series and because I want to turn myself into a cartoon because yeah. I think the live action guy's pretty, pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I mean, this is acceptable. I, I, animated. I, would love, I would love to just be able yeah. to capture myself at about 38. Yeah. You know, and no just offense, John, character. but you drawn is adorable. I, that's right. You, yeah. you real life animation, not so much. I, no, I, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree with this. I mean, if, if me and you were the focus group, oh my God. We're, we're completely on the and same page. I understand that. I had this argument with my uh, wife last night. I was worried about something. She's like, oh, I've got this red dot in my eye, and everybody's going to be like, it must be rough being pretty. Because the only <laughs> expectation people have of me is just showing up. Right. And if I happen to look nice, they'll mention it as a surprise. Yeah. You look really nice. Yeah. And it's yeah. because the only thing I can do is shock them. And or, if you had the red dot, no one would say No anything. one would care it's because just, uh, I'm covered in it. flaws. But you know but but yeah, it, well well when I when I start when I met my wife and when we got to, you know anytime when people would see my wife like it would offend me cuz they would always be like she's pretty. Yeah. And I'd be like you you said that like I should, like like well exactly what you should say. It was yeah. like what is she doing with you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, I know. That weird moment, too, where somebody will make the joke like, wow, you really outkicked your coverage, and then it goes yeah. away. And then they come back later. Seriously, she's stunning. I yeah. don't know how you did this. Yeah. Like, like you're yeah. David Blaine the, or something. The truth it can't is, be going it, well. it, But, I mean, it, it, it's true, though. Cause it's it like, is. It's fact. I mean, there's no reason, you know, other than, than TV. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, the that big I, thing. Yeah, it, it helped me, uh, like you said, outkick my coverage. I've heard that. Oh, a lot of times, times since I met life. her, yeah. It's my yeah. Life. But it's, it's, it's Do you great. have, uh, uh, the, you've asked her, I'm sure. We're probably on the same page going, why are you here? Well, yeah. I well, do that I with mean, my life. Like, the what problem did... is when she started asking that. Yeah. That, was, <laughs> that became the, that, yeah. So, uh. What is it about you that she found, uh, like, to be the one? Uh, well, I think that, uh. This I is mean, a rude conversation. Would, yeah, I know, because <laughs> I'm not question. really the guy to tell you either, but, uh, <laughs> but I mean, I'd probably tell you better than she will at this point. No, I, uh, I, I think honestly, it's like, I, I think that, um, I mean, obviously I was on her favorite show and I made her laugh. There you which go. Was, which was great, you know, and, and, but I think that she, you know, she told me later on, she just, she said, I knew you'd be a, a great dad. And, uh, wow. and, uh, you know, Turns out she was right because I really do love being a yeah. kid, and I never thought I would be. No kidding. There was something. I mean, I was, I was, I'd become very, very used to being selfish. Yeah. For a long yeah. time. I mean, we, we, I, you know, we had our daughter. I was thirty nine, and I, and 
Still, when she told me she was pregnant, I was like, oh, wow, you were serious? We're going to have more people around here. <laughs> and I mean, but I, you know, I, I, I couldn't imagine life without my little yeah, girl. So, I, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, so, you know, that's the reason I had a vasectomy is because I am too selfish and I don't want that to change. I, I I'm so you. selfish. I, I don't you. want to change it. I hear you. Yeah. And and then 39-year-old me would have said the exact same yeah. thing, except but you, I didn't want to get... You don't realize what... I got clipped. <laughs> I got nailed. And you don't realize it, that you you know, you know don't think I'm qualified or... But right. I, but it, None of you there. are. You fool yourselves. Right. None of you are. You They're all going to be drug addicts. You always go through that phase. It really comes down to, do you care? Yep. I mean, and really, and it's amazing that some people, a lot of people don't, which I can't imagine, because, I mean, that's all... I mean, she really has become all... Both me and my wife live for. I mean, yeah. she's everything. At the us. end of the day, if it's alive, job done for that day. Fantastic. That's essentially <laughs> what parenting happy. is. Yeah. Make, yeah. You know, well, happy, happy secondary, but make sure it's alive first. That's a plus. <laughs> Check that off Don't the whiteboard. Yeah, it, well, it's probably not a good idea for me to do. But, but, it, but you'll find out, yeah. yeah. And then later, is she happy is question two. Is it alive? Yeah. Is it happy? We're we're done for this day. We'll start over tomorrow. It's exactly right, really. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. To. That sounds really, awful. Because, I mean, you know, as a parent, you know, you get caught up in, you know, well, is this going to, you know, especially my wife, because there's so much pressure on, on moms. Yeah. So, you know, you know, always, you know, shouldn't she be wearing a hat? It's, right. it's 75 degrees out. Right. Why, why does she need a hat? But, I mean, you know, everybody's always kind of trying to, you know, point the finger, you know, you know, because she's. You have to worry, especially as a woman, like, do I look like a bad mom? Yeah. You know, and the, really the, the what it comes down to is, does that kid think you're a bad mom? Right. And yeah. and if she doesn't, then doesn't matter. who cares? That's I right. mean, it doesn't matter. You know, and, and I mean, I know for a fact my daughter thinks we're both fantastic yeah. parents. Which is amazing because so, yeah. you think back at my parents and I'm like, I thought they were great parents. And I look at them now and I'm like, they, how in the world did they survive this long on their own, let alone raise us? <laughs> This is insane. These people are idiots. And yeah. then you realize later, oh, they're just people. But you put them on such a they know everything. Kind really, of, so long really as you is. can fool them long enough. You do grow up thinking right. that, yeah, like your parents, grandparents all passed a test and they all yeah, they really, had to, qualified yeah. for this job. And they are so not because you realize that when you become yep. an adult, you're like, you guys are such idiots. Yeah. How, did I, how and, am I alive? And, you and when see they look them. at you while you're on that journey, they've already been through that journey. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. They're see. idiots. You'll yeah. see. You can, you can handle it. But. Yeah. But I just look at my parents like, I don't know, literally how you guys have made it, like, through your own lives. No. And now, and here I am thinking that they knew everything. They didn't know anything. No. They were clueless. My dad no. points it out. He goes, I was so scared every day of my life. You growing up, you would just fall off of something and die and I'd yeah. go to jail for it. Like, that's not, that's why I got the clip. I'm not doing that. I don't want, I would be a paranoid mess. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. Anymore. I mean, that is something that, I mean, I think about it all the time. I mean, I am. Like, oh, I, I'm messing her up like, here. I can't, yeah. well, well, I can't I, but I mean, just the idea of, you know, like, I, you know, like if I would watch something like a documentary or something like that about like somebody's kid getting abducted or something like that, yeah. I would think that was awful. But now it like hits me in the yeah. gut. Oh, yeah. Dude, if that like me and my wife are both like, like we like the same line comes out like I would set the world on fire. Yeah. You're, like, you're right like, in the wheelhouse. Every, everybody I saw would die until I saw my kid again. <laughs> you like, the world. Be, like there was no like you don't you don't know where she is. It's yeah. just done. done. People who can't uh, help uh, you will die. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're gone. Just, yeah, that's just eliminating good. all the possibilities here. <laughs> you didn't do it, did you? I don't know what you're talking about. He's on <laughs> smash. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Brady, your face is covered in blood. I can't look at you. What is going on? 
It's just dry. Dried blood. Richard! I know, but it's hard to look at somebody who's got dried blood on their face. I'll clean it up, sir. Oh, for God's sake, please. Don't call me sir, but... Will you get him a wet towel of some sort? I got it. We washed Brady. Brady started getting uh, spontaneous nosebleeds. Let's fall. That's because of the season? Yeah. But it's so humid and weird out. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that's cancer. If you watch movies, that's how people have cancer. How's that? It's better. Trust me, it was gross. You wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to look at that. If I was coated in blood. Yeah, I've seen you in blood. And I usually uh, try to wash it off before we get to moving on. I thought it was washed off. It's on your lip. That's the worst part. Oh, oh God! Wrapped in your mustache. No show can go on like this. Come on, Grandpa! Wash yourself. Come on. Oh. After it bled all over, you didn't go to the bathroom and clean? Oh, it's everywhere. I didn't know it was because you didn't in go my look. stash. Oh, where else would it be? I'm a, I got no one else to look at. Richard! Richard has to come in here so I can look at someone else when I'm talking. Oh. Is it still there? Well, it's there. It's present in a line shape like it's stained your... I can see the... Right there. Oh. 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 We need a doctor. I'll eat a nose hair. Oh, God. Make it go away. Man, well, don't start getting all indignant about things you don't like. Currently, you're covered in blood. I know there's things other people do, but the you guy are currently... can look at open wounds. Yeah, yeah, no I problem, can. I can't but... look at one flowing in front of me out of his nostril where boogers live. I don't want that. I can also see a guy pooping on TV, but not in person. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's defending it for crying out loud. If somebody said, hey, your face is covered in blood. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. That has to be repulsive to the others in the room. Let me go get that. Now, if I intentionally pluck a nose there, I'm doing it to drive you nuts. If I chopped the inside of my nose out and bled out in front of you, I'd be a maniacal lunatic. What was I talking about before? Good Christ, man. Weather. Oh, it's nice out. What time is it? I don't know. Oh, hey, oh, those girls that are here, there was Jeremy. A couple of them promo girls come in. And they said, uh, is Jeremy here yet? I'm like, I don't know. Jeremy's not or is here. He'll be here in a little while. <sighs> and this is what we got to deal with today. Uh, it, well, my day is already ruined. Like it's, five, it's, it's like 5.10. How in the world is your day? You've got so much time to recover from this. I know, but you're not going to like hearing this. Mercury's in retrograde. I'm like, oh, God, we're dealing with one of these. We got one of these. Mercury's in retrograde. Why'd you even get out of bed? It's a beautiful plant, beautiful line that she uh. let in the other girl behind her. It's like, mm. Yeah, the other, girl, the other girl that's with her, we just met this morning, was kind of like, yikes. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want anybody that, uh, you know manipulated by mercury to be in charge of anything in my day i guess that's just a if mercury comes into play too often in your day i think i'm going to cast you we off for have, a second we gotta have ben and randall start putting that on the application <laughs> what are your feelings about astrology right. so now i got to deal with 12 periods a year and mercury's issues <laughs> I, I this is too much lady I got to look the day before. I don't know when Mercury goes into retrograde. I don't know how these Looney Tunes know this. You know why you think Mercury's in retrograde is a problem for you? Because you're looking it up constantly. You're 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 in peril thinking about when Mercury will be in retrograde. And you're convincing yourself. And you that talk that's yourself why. into yeah. everything's going to go wrong. I've never known what Mercury's up to. And could it be a good thing? Never. Retrograde? I've never heard anybody go think God Mercury's in. What's the opposite of retrograde? Because Mercury's obviously in that all the time. Is that it? Retro? I have no idea. I have no idea. Opposite of retrograde. Somebody help me out. I have no idea. But when it's not in retrograde, it's in the other thing, right? 
So wouldn't it be like the, therefore, probably the opposite of retrograde and all things great happen? Just play the lottery and all I that? Yes, I guess it's always explaining for some kind of weird thing going on because it's a retrograde. Right. It's always but around a negative. Look, do you know when Mercury grows in and out of retrograde? All the time. Yeah, I don't. Prograde. I, prograde. There you go. Retro and prograde. So when Mercury, I've never heard a, a nutball say, well, Mercury is in prograde, so I, uh, I, I, I had a couple scratchers hit. lottery. Yeah, I had a couple scratchers hit for 500. I can't lose right now. Mercury's in prograde. I don't think it's affecting you like you want it to. I think you really, you're building in a lot of excuses that the other planets might be. Isn't that a bit arrogant? The other planets are in my way. Well. I've got other planets really mucking up my day. Wow. It is the reason I had a bloody nose. Is that it? Yep. I don't know. Cancer. Okay. I don't understand. That was a spontaneous bleeder. He covered the counter in blood. He goes, look at that. This is, yeah. Just started going. I didn't know he wasn't going to go to the bathroom Mercury. and wash his face afterwards. It's because Mercury's in retrograde. He doesn't want to look in the mirror. Candyman might show up. Who knows what goes on when Mercury's in retrograde? But that's what we got to deal with this morning. Or not us, Jeremy. I don't know if Jeremy's a Mercury's in retrograde guy. John, yeah, that's maybe, why maybe he's not here. Maybe you misunderstood her. Okay. The Mercury did just get bounced oh. in the playoffs. Oh, that's true. Did they get bounced out? Yeah. I thought they just lost a game. No, I think it, I think I saw the Aces Nobody move knows. on. Oh, did they? I think so. Uh, I thought it was just a tie. Let's take a look. Well, the news wouldn't the news be a little bit more upset? Oh wait, nobody cares. <laughs> I forgot. It's the Mercury. The Mercury are in uh, pack your bags U-Haul grade. Did they get bounced from the playoffs? Yeah, it was a walk. oh no, it, says, it was a walk off basket. Well, if Toledo says yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, Aces route Mercury to even WNBA semifinals. I was quoting the texter, yeah, Brady. That's right. <laughs> Hey, they got beat up I'm at just home yesterday. Off of trends. It's just a thing. Brady's mad about the bloody nose thing. He's going to attack you now. <laughs> yeah. The uh, it's tied, folks. For I know I don't have to tell you this. Talk about superfluous information. But the Mercury series is now tied after the. I, 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 I was know. hoping the news waste was correct. Time. Waste of time for us to even pretend. The Phoenix Mercury in retrograde. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she probably had. Scott Haynes said she probably means the Mercury's in retrograde by her FanDuel parlay of over-under on numbers of layups didn't hit. That's true. Yeah, she had that. So, Oh, the Mercury. So I was at the Suns game yesterday, that rescheduled matinee Suns game. Did see some cool stuff yesterday, though, because the lesbians that sat behind Mark and I, the one had her cans way out. They were nice, and her butch kind of lesbian friend was, was all gonna, about was putting the arm on say. him. Like, she had that shelf. She claimed it. And the two black guys in front of me, we, we were laughing because the uh, lesbians walked downstairs instead of up once, not knowing that they had to go upstairs to go to the bathroom. And, uh, so they, and as they're coming back up, those milkers were out, the ladies' jugs, those massive lesbian cans were out. She looked pretty good. She was lipsticky, but she was heading the wrong way. And uh, and the one dude goes, uh, damn, somebody's uh, husband shopping in the preseason. That's shooting your load early. And I'm like, she ain't looking for a husband. He's oh, Mercury. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed and laughed. It was pretty fun. But, yeah, the demographic swap out at the door when the Suns game was over and the next game came in was noticeable. There was It was a noticeable thing. It was a swing. There was a there was so a you're very... kind of maybe thinking maybe the crowd has changed up a little bit. No, not there? at all. Yeah. I just didn't realize that they would pile them up in one, and then I didn't know it was going to be that drastic of a switch out. I thought maybe and they'd be that lined up. Yeah, yeah, they were standing outside waiting to get in, and the game ended at like five, and the, 
hopped over to the yeah. It was it was interesting. It was an interesting crowd mix. It's kind of like having a rap show and a rock show in the same place. And it, but like there's an hour gap in between. And when the when the rock show ends, you're like, wow, it's just a whole different group of people leaving than going in. And then the Merc went in. And plus, I don't know how they did it in an hour. Because the, uh, the Suns game had probably uh, eh, two-thirds, maybe a little more of the crowd there. This was a pretty decent crowd. And by the time the Mercury game started, they had to put all those black tarps up on the top level because, the, you know, for the embarrassment of not selling anything. I don't know how the crew did it that fast. It's pretty yeah. amazing. Probably get the, the Suns crowd out in 45 minutes and get the Merc crowd in 15. <laughs> oh, no, the time is good, but how do you, how do you uh, you know, tarp up all those seats that fast? Because they got to pretend like there's no upper deck when the Mercury play because they can barely sell that lower bowl. They barely sell it. They don't sell it. Mercury. And do they go over the seats or they go straight up? I think they do some banners and spots, and I think some are just covered over with their logo all over. We have an upper deck. You don't want to talk about the upper deck. (laughs) You don't want to talk about the smattering of individuals that are willing to sit in 200 levels. I bet you most of them don't know there's an upper deck. Well, That's just yeah, because it's blacked out. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Anyway, Mercury lose, Mercury lose. One more game, and they're out, and we don't have to think about it. But I love that the concessions don't really put an effort for the Mercury playoff game. Yeah, you see that menu? Yeah, don't look at it. It's whittled down to about ten percent because we're only waiting for the real season to start. Well, the Mercury in the playoffs, the real man season, dude. Okay, hilarious. You we just opened to see if someone would come to the window or not, yeah. come to the counter. Well, I wanted to go over to the fries and see if I could get a pack of gum with my receipt if they give you a playoff ticket like they did a regular season ticket for those Mercury games. All you got to do is buy something at Fry's. And I'm like, you want tickets to what? The Mercury game. You bought something at Fry's. I'm like, that gets me tickets to a professional sporting event? Not only just one. Please take these. Multiple tickets. Please. Make me look good. But as we all know now, Mercury and retrograde, hopefully. That doesn't affect the ladies' basketball team like it does our promo kids. Jeremy, do you know about this? Mercury's in retrograde. You're going to hear about it. The two it. girls on your promo uh, crew today are already affected at 5.40 in the morning. Like they, <laughs> their day is shot. <laughs> does anyone who says that kind of stuff actually think? Stop and think. Stop and think. I'm, I'm talking to another adult. I better shut up. <laughs> I mean, is that, is that something that you think other people are like, oh, well, yeah, of course. Or do you realize how immediate it is that the other person's brain says, "Oh God, I'm dealing with a dope." I think you got to read the room. Definitely, you don't say it to anyone. Yeah. Don't say it to any. Sometimes I think girls do it to be cute. I thought she was kind of joking. No, she meant it, and then re- well, because she kind of said it to me like, "You're gonna hate." Yeah. This. So clearly, she's had, she's heard she me knew. say like, "All right, you're bananas." <laughs> but you like, I think you have to be. Like a cute girl. Like if a dude ever said that to me, I've never. I don't think I've ever had a guy say. Never it heard to it. Me. I don't think I have either. I think of a man has ever said, "Well, Mercury's in retrograde, bro, so uh, can't train." So I got that going for me. I've never heard a man say that. At least, and you know why? It's because I wouldn't associate with men who talk about those things. Immediately, I'm turned away. Mercury's in retrograde. If you said that, we'd have never ever been friends. Can't hang out with you, man. I got a problem. Mercury's in retrograde. My whole day. All right. See you, kid. I'm going to go get food with other people. Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah, I think it's a girl thing. Because seriously, 
saying it out loud to other adults is fairly embarrassing. You have to listen yeah. to your A child could say it, and you'd be like, all right, honey, that's stupid. Don't say that anymore. Yeah. Why? It's just dumb. You don't know what Mercury's doing. You have no idea. And sure, planets can affect us, but you, you don't know that. You're working as a promo person. If you were smart enough to know interplanetary connections to your human uh, <laughs> code and DNA... You wouldn't be doing uh, blowing up uh, inflatables at the KUPD van stops and driving to Safeway to hang out with Jeremy, who, by the way, is currently today your boss. I mean, that's not a thing. I know the inner workings of the the clocks of the human body based on the positioning of planets. What the hell are you doing here? You're Einstein. No, I don't really. I just say that I do. I wonder how many places have been called not coming in today. Because Mercury's in retro, yeah. but it happens like every time. Like every time a girl opens her mouth and is having a bad day, they talk about. it. I had a real estate agent say that to me in Sholo a couple of times, and I'm like, "Oh no, you don't want to buy today? Why? Wait a minute, what? You're a real estate agent. I should, you should want me to buy every day. Mercury's in retrograde. Tomorrow it all changes. All right. <laughs> well, the day we did sign on the dotted line, that house's roof caved in when she was cool with Mercury. <laughs> all right. I don't like to do signatures on days Mercury's in retrograde. Tuesday, we'll do the paperwork Tuesday. Like, you okay. didn't respect it. Yeah. A week later, snowed uh, all over that house and it blew the roof off. Planet up. knows. Yeah. Oh, so Mercury helps out Sholo real estate now and again? Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be universal? Wouldn't yes. it always, if Mercury in retrograde yes. affected real estate on certain days, wouldn't it be universal? Everyone in Sholo would Take a look at the listing. sales. Big dip. But if even if it's a dip, wouldn't it be just like completely <laughs> universal to the world that real estate is a bad idea on Mercury? Re- and it's in retrograde constantly. Idiots. <laughs> Stop saying that. New rules. Stop saying that. You can believe it in your heart of hearts, but that's like the big spaghetti monster is your god. Shh. We don't talk about Zip it. Things. We just keep that inside and know that sometimes adults say dumb things. And they get judged for it. Harshly. Harshly. <laughs> you know what? And I'm, you know, it wasn't even like categorically possibility, but my brain still functions as a male brain. And when she said, oh, today's ruined, Mercury's in retrograde, my brain went, undateable, undateable, undateable. I'm like, don't worry about it, brain. We're not interested. It's, 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 there's a whole, but he just told me, like, step away. Step away. Step away. I got it, brain. We're good. Thanks, buddy. Bitch just said retrograde. Run. Run for your life. Brain, we're good. We're good. That tap on the shoulder. Hey, you missed it. <laughs> missed it. Here's what she said. Or easy kill. Easy kill. That too. Easy to manipulate. Tell her that Jupiter is also in prograde. Countering Mercury's retrograde. Panties fall in 10, 9, 8. It's the stupidest thing ever. If a tiny little red flag could just pop up from the back of the head. Thunk! <laughs> Warning! Yeah. Your brain fires off like a team of flag ups. Well, come on, guys. He's talking to a chick who just said Mercury's in retrograde. We're going to get stabbed. Those are crazy people. Anyway, sorry to all you who believe in Mercury in retrograde. Hey, just maybe, good maybe, for you. Shush. Maybe she'll read tea leaves today at the van. Oh, maybe she ever heard tarot cards? <laughs> She's got to have them. Tell you where Jeremy and the retrograde gang's going. <laughs> <laughs> we had in retrograde, We're in retrograde today. today. Oh, Mercury's in retrograde, Rudy. Fat Albert, I hate when Mercury in retrograde. Me too, Rudy. It throws off all my biological rhythm. Yep. No man has ever said that to another man because he realizes that he's at the risk of being slugged in the mouth. You. This. 
Best of Entertainment Drill. The Sounds of Seattle Rock Camp is happening. It'll take place in Los Angeles, February 17th to the 20th. Led by Jerry Cantrell and Kim Thale. Thale? Thale. Thale. Thale, yeah. Ethel Thayer from was, Soundgarden. was in uh, On Golden Pond. Kim Thale was in Soundgarden. <laughs> There'll be other rock Leo counselors Sayer. like Stephen Perkins. <laughs> Leo Sayer. Different guy. Okay. <laughs> he should be there, too. If Leo Sayer and Kim Thale teamed up, <laughs> I would... Uh, I, I can't even say what I would do, but it rhymes with rejaculate. <laughs> 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 And I would do it to death. <laughs> He's Wait a minute. still going. Did I just drive by the Rebel Lounge and see that it says Leo Sayer and Kim Thale together finally? Uh, 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 uh. Oh, my God. He's doing it to death. Yeah, that would be the end of me. I don't know what your story is, Brady, but <laughs> Leo Sayer and Kim Thale together. What a hybrid. It, what was his song, Dancing? You should... You should be when dancing as one. No, you no, make no. me feel like you dancing. You make me feel, feel like, like dancing, yeah. And when I'm with you, is yeah, that or something too? like that? When I need love, hold out my hands. And then Kim Thale standing there on stage with him in Leo Garden. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, more than I can say, too. Oh, than, I love whoa, you more whoa, than I whoa, can yeah, say. Yeah. Here's a... Oh, yeah. Three, two, uh, one. Oh, that ain't it. Wow. Five seconds. That'd be the one where he joined in with tag team. <laughs> <laughs> Scoop there. Sprinkles. Live, Leo no, Sayer. It's it's on the midnight uh, thing, so it's not midnight really live. special. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, you could get Cameron on this. Chunky this up a little bit. I think it's a thing. Oh my god. Boy, the drugs in the seventies must have been amazing. Oh. The dude running around in bell bottoms. My oh. mom loved this dude. as a kite. Our parents, how did they raise us and we lived is the question. There he is. There he is. Wow. <laughs> Five feet one. You make me feel and then some colonial ladies doing backups. Oh, what <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. Anyway, that was a nice little trip down a memory, non-memory, I want lane. <laughs> Yuck. Evidently, Smash Mouth had a concert last weekend, and talked Steve a little bit about this yesterday. Okay, he yeah. lost his mind, did the Nazi salute, and then retired. I didn't see that part of it. Yeah, he says he's well, he's got uh, some diseases, and they're yeah, physical, mental his, health yeah. issues. Yeah, it's bad music. Well, <laughs> they were in my kitchen, <laughs> were they? Yeah, Smash I'm Mouth sorry. was at my house once. <laughs> Smash Mouth was at my house will be my autobiography title. <laughs> That's right. That's the pinnacle of my success. Smash Mouth was at my house. I walked home, came home, opened the door. There's four dudes in the kitchen. And one of them was very recognizable. I don't know if there's any cursing, so don't that dude. Oh, oh, you got Buster Rhymes fighting. Yeah. I'm so in on this, it's ridiculous. He's winning. No. Game over, Buster Rhymes. No. No one's ever concerned in a Halloween movie that they're in a burning building. <laughs> That's true. I, uh, the, the whole room's on fire. Nobody seems even the slightest bit concerned that fire will spread. <laughs> Feeling no heat. Yeah, no heat, no like fear of any of it. Oh, he electrocutes him in the nuts. All right, anyway. <laughs> Good move. <laughs> Those movies are terrible. Yeah, my ex-wife had uh, 
a contract with American Express and Smash Mouth, or Hot Wheels and Smash Mouth, to do a a song for Hot Wheels' 35th anniversary. And there was Smash Mouth standing in my kitchen when I came home. And that dude, the guy who went nuts there on stage, immediately recognizable. Because this was like 2001. So you like, Smash Mouth. And- I Smash Mouth. <laughs> hey, mine, I'm John. What are you doing here? Your wife had us over. I'm like, God damn it. Is this happening again? Oh, no, no. It's business. Smash Mouth in your kitchen that long ago and you're just coming out now? Really? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Look at the signs you, there. You were setting that <laughs> joke up there. Not gay. going to make it gay. Gay guys don't like Smash Mouth. You're an all-star. All right. Don't make fun of my people. That's a trope. You just did a trope. Pull me out of the Ring of Honor. That's a trope. We're out of the Ring of Honor. I'll be in the Ring of Honor of Satriales, though. Yeah. They were just standing there. Four of them. Kind of hanging out. My ex-wife was back in the office getting paperwork. Like, What's Came going on? Came up with a sweet Hot Wheels jingle. They gave me a great, yeah, they did. A, it's a Hot Wheels 35th anniversary song. It's out there somewhere. I'll find it. I, they, it was a whole song. It was like some giveaway and everything. Smash Mouth. Hey, now, kitchen. you're a Hot Wheels. Yeah, that's basically what I was <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm sure it was. I don't think I ever heard the song, to be honest with you. It was like, wow, what a great thing. All right. Well, I got to take a poop, Smash Mouth. I got to, so, bye. If you're here when I'm back, when you hear the shower turn off, I don't. Is it in there? Weirdest day of my life. I got some of the coolest Hot Wheels out of this deal, though. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, they give me, like, big ones. They're my garage. It sounds like All-Star, though. It's the same song. It's not stretching. It's in, no. Smash Mountain Range was not exactly like, you know. (laughs) This is what they closed with on Saturday night. Yeah, and then he did a Nazi salute. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's a Hot Wheels commercial. Great. That's pretty neat. They got paid a lot of money for that, too. Right there in my kitchen. <laughs> Weird. So, he never gave a Nazi. I'll tell you this. My experience with him, he did not uh, mention any anti-Semitism or Nazi uh, compliance. It seemed decent. Had a glass of water. They weren't there very long. He didn't know your last name. He didn't know my name Thank at all. Thank God. <laughs> That's true. Oh, Holmberg, yeah, yeah. I thought. He saw my nose and he thought, uh-oh. I'd, Who's I, this? I walked in I said, I'm Swedish. It's good. <laughs> We're good. Smash mouth. But yeah, I don't know what disease makes you lose your mind and then scream. While you're on stage, he started yelling at the crowd and then throws the Nazi salute and he's like, I retire. That's a tough disease. I don't know that that's ever Tired. happened. He quit. He just, yeah. He's, he's done. Doing it. Told his band, sorry guys, I'm done. That's it. I can't do it anymore. Health reasons. I, my uh, current disease makes me a Nazi. Is he the one that can't would get it. in all the battles? You know, like he did battles on Twitter and stuff with other bands. I thought that was the guy from uh, oh, was it Three Days Grace or uh, Trapped? Trapped. Trapped. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Trapped. Did he get in with Smash Mouth? I think he got No, he got in with everybody else, though. He was arguing with Ice-T for a while. But Smash Mouth is Yeah. We're all priors in trouble. He got well, arrested. For allegedly slapping his girlfriend and then... Slut slap. What was that? (laughs) What's a slut Kind of, they got into an argument. He learned that from his coach, Urban Meyer. (laughs) And as she's driving away, he's throwing pumpkins at her car. How'd he do that? Damage the windshield, I guess. uh, Isn't that one of Spider-Man's bad guys that chucks pumpkins at people? Exploding pumpkins. There's a couple at the uh, place. Took them off the doorstep. Pumpkins at a woman? Yeah. (laughs) That's slower than someone running from... 
You be, hold on, you stand right there. I'll be right back. I go over this porch here, grab a pumpkin, and hit you with it. And I'm not it a little stay. early for pumpkins to be out. It'll be rotten yeah. for Halloween. And not in, not in the Midwest. They stay much. Yeah. Oh, it's cold. Cool. The other thing was, uh, he also texted her fifty times and called thirty, no answer. So, and the pumpkin incident. He probably was upset, <laughs> chucking pumpkins at somebody. I'd accept your 50 texts and a little bit of a nuisance on the old uh, just respond. socials. Yes, just say stop it. Yeah, be nice enough to stop it. You ghost 80 texts in a day. It's your fault. At least I you think. know the number, though. Just don't go over that 80 or get pumpkins <laughs> thrown at you. <laughs> oh, nuts. I better respond or you will, you will not like what the gourds will fly. It's a real pu- He's still got a good arm. That's good news. Yeah. Throwing pumpkins ain't easy, especially at a person. I think I would stand in a parking lot where you tried to throw pumpkins at me and feel pretty secure. She was in the car, protected by the <laughs> the gourds. <laughs> but you have to go. Wait, but were they the little ones or full size? Because you could get question. those softball size ones. You could whip those. But still, you have to go to that door, and then you're out of pumpkins. And then you got to go to if you're throwing multiple pumpkins, you had to go next door too. So he had to, he's still fast. Earl Pryor is yeah. very fast. So spiked one on the windshield. Donald Trump didn't make the list of the 400 wealthiest Americans. No, I didn't. Share on Forbes because uh, 401 said his real estate assets tanked during COVID, and if he would have sold them, he could have made another two billion. I wasn't allowed to sell them, Brady. I was president while that was going on, and uh, I couldn't make a profit, so I couldn't. I couldn't have sold them anyway. I couldn't do that, so I sat on them. They'll be fine when I'm president again next year. That's right, special election. I'm going to go ahead and get all those things sold right before make the real estate market great again, again. You see my new hats? Maga'a. Make America great again, again. So good at math, sir. I am very good at math. That's why I'm number 401, Marcus, and you're not even on the list. You know? A lot of people say Marcus is really good with money. No. Nope. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I think he's really it. good at is pulling his 1988 Ford Blazer over, or whatever that thing is. I don't know what you've got. <laughs> and lifting the hood on it and then pouring more money into that. Very impressive. How Just- many engines have you put in that car? One. That's exactly right. Because he doesn't have any money to put a new one in it, and it needs one. Jeff Bezos is the you number one. Of course, two hundred and one billion. Is that just the U.S. of A? Um, isn't, aren't there like three international guys more? Isn't Slim Halu like at some astronomical new level? John, does it matter outside of the United States? Good point, Marcus. It's still our money. <laughs> have the most. That's how you know your country sucks. When you're the richest man in the world, they measure it in dollars. <laughs> Take that, Slim Halu. Well, it was our report. <laughs> We got a celebrity death. Tommy Kirk. I know this one. Tommy Kirk. Hold on. Oh. Uh. Oh, I can see it. And I don't know why. Ah. For interest of You're time. You're going to cry on the first one. Ah. Oh. Old Yeller. Old Yeller. There it is. I was thinking dogs and I couldn't remember the, the, the credit was right Robinson. in front of me. Tommy Kirk. The shaggy dog. He died. 79. He was 79? Yeah. That's old. I know, that makes us old, Tommy Kirk. But you haven't seen Old Yeller? You didn't watch Old Yeller because it's old. Then you're an idiot. Go I want to watch it today. Ooh, this is why I hope Hitler attacks your entire generation. Because <laughs> you're, you're so, in, you're, you guys all act like nothing happened before you were born. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to listen to you. It goes, you're old. You dude. can't learn from history. Old Yeller is something that is, it's 60 years older than I am. 
It's yeah. worth watching. Why would you ever do that? It's old. Okay. I can't wait for Hitler to rise up and attack all you bearded, bald Nazis. <laughs> a real Hitler comes back and takes you guys out. Well, I don't pay attention to old stuff. You like the Beatles? Same. T- What's wrong with you? Old Yeller sucks, he says. You go f- He's an egg sucker. I would take you out and shoot you from the hydrophobia before I'd shoot the dog. Jeremy. Paging Miss Commando. Your ride's here. Son of I'm proud of you, now I hate you. Bastard. You guys are old over the passing of Tommy. God damn it. Little Arliss, his brother. He's younger. I read that book, too. Little Arliss is a solid one. What was his name in that? Travis. Travis, Travis was the yeah. owner of Old Yeller. Yeah. God damn, Jeremy. <laughs> Old Yeller sucks. He sucks. Uh, America's stupid. <laughs> I hate flags. I hate freedom. Benjamin Franklin was a knob. <laughs> Who cares? Lincoln? What happened like 80 years ago? Dip. Generation of people. It's just <laughs> old yeller sucks. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that I can't appreciate movies or entertainment. Shakespeare's an idiot. It was a long time ago. <laughs> Shakespeare sucks, he says. What a review. <laughs> Man on. What are we doing with this? From the Lerner and Rose Studios, this is the Big Red Radio. 98 KUPD, Tempe Phoenix.